Hot mics. What's going on, people? Let me talk to the room right quick. Had it just pulled up. Lords, what's going on, man? Throw the crest up right quick, man. It's good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. Uh, we already know, man. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week, but I got to salute the Lords for pulling up and supporting us. Hustling Motivate, what's going on? Death Mobile, Sean Murray, Smitty Smith, you already know. Pecan Fusion, I see you. Jean-Marc Louis, I can't pronounce it as smooth as soft. <laughs> can't pronounce it as smooth as soft, but uh, he'll be coming in. You know what I'm saying? Let me know how my levels is going on. Oh, man, what's going on, y'all? Damien, what's up? Back from the dead, I see you. George Alvernia, what's going on? Delilah, what's going on? Put the crest up, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Let's have a good show today. Good energy, good vibes. Tiger King, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I got all the questions. I know what questions y'all want. I know, I know. Trust me, I got y'all. We got y'all. We're going to do it right. We're going to do it respectfully. But um, yeah, Lord Jason Ronald, the tech wizard, will be pulling up. You know what I mean? So um, we'll get him in here early. Saw probably be coming in hot, but he will be on time. And um, yeah, we got a lot of, we got a fun show lined up, a lot of fun questions and good stuff. So um, we will be back. The King will be pulling up. You know how he do with the music, so we don't want no uh, copyright strikes out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, good to see y'all. Um, trust. Oh, Neo. Neo Gay Spark, brother. What's up, brother? Good to see you, bro. Mojo Blues. What's going on, man? Now, the faces in here this week. Y'all gave us a lot of energy. Trust me when I tell you. Lord Dizzy would be proud. He only want this thing to continue. You know what I mean? So, um, salute. We will see you guys in a few and have a fun show today. But uh, again, thank you guys early in the pre-show. I see y'all coming in the front of the congregation early. I respect it. It feels good. <laughs> Talk to y'all in a minute. I can't not shout you out for joining the realm, yo. Put the crest up. Put the horns up, man. Hustle and motivate, man. Join the realm, man. I gotta shout that out. HTK360, thank you, brother. I see you. Thank you for the kind words. I see you. Yo, you gotta put them up for, you, for your brother. Hustle and motivate. Just join the realm, y'all. Put the crest up. You know what I'm saying? Put the horns up. There you go. My man. <laughs> All right, now I'll see you in a bit. Matter of fact, Attic, talk to the people real quick. Make sure they can hear you. Testing, testing, testing. There you go. There you go. No doubt, no doubt. All right, we'll be back this time for real. Salute the hustle.
Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And headers be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I am addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yo- yo- This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call a department and I get the blame Still I be running, collecting them rings You just a target when I'm in the range I was the hardest to start Regardless, back when you was messaging people on AIM Check my vocals All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social Love my city, but I'm still by coastal I got Nah, let's switch that up What I wanna do I'm just sipping this Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold ya, I ain't heard the boy You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for ya Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And headers be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call a department and I get the blame. Still, I'll be running, collecting them rings. You just a target when I'm in the range. I was the hardest to start regardless. Back when you was messaging people on AIM. Check my vocals. All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social. Love my city, but I'm still by coastal. I got you. Man, let's switch that. Um, what is you what doing? I do. Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the B.O. dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold ya, I ain't heard the boy You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for ya Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look 
Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, fire. This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call it department and I get the blame Still I be running, collecting them rains You just a target when I'm in the range I was the hardest to start Regardless, back when you was messaging people on AIM Check my vocals All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social Love my city, but I'm still by coastal I got it. Nah, let's switch that what I Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the B.O. dog thing, very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah I'ma just chill and watch them and eat snacks in the attic I wanted to chill with the pack and be like a young wolf But then they would mistake me for addict If I can imagine it's cool to get you some advice Then invite your girl to your squadron Cause if you don't give her that option You gon' be single player like Sovereign You gon' get tossed in the bushes by King David Royalty and not a pretender Detrimental to an elemental What's an avatar to a knee bender I gotta be me though I know it's my destiny Work to Carnito Who cares if you fly if you still a mosquito You swear you ain't something but really be Steve-O yeah, yeah. You like to collect stuff and that's cool But I got bad news even if you really was that dude, King David still be the king of the statues. Since a juvenile, I've been cursed with a curse to be musical. And if you hate it, we'll meet in the crucible. Other than that, then it's cool and it's beautiful. We let you know that your dreams are pursuable. Whatever you want to do, then it's doable. If you got work on a Sunday, it's suitable. Because you can listen to this in your cubicle on the Lord's Day. If you got work on a Sunday, it's suitable. Because you can listen to this in your cubicle on the Lord's Day. All right, all right, and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast and the Lords of Gaming.net, episode number 199. It's a glorious Sunday. We're back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guests, and we've got the state of the Series X slash S, potential xCloud upgrades, and Microsoft Mesh to discuss, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who not only represents the gold standard of technical acumen in, return in regards to hardware engineering for the Xbox platform, but whose team has spearheaded the enhancement of game preservation with tremendous innovation. 
Introducing the director of program management for Team Xbox and leader in the development of the Xbox Series X and S consoles. The wizard of Xbox with the most iconic beard in the game who correctly recognizes Mass Effect 2 as the superior game in the trilogy. That's right. Live from Washington and kind enough to make his return into the realm of the Lords. My man, Lord Jason Ronald of Team Xbox. How you doing, sir? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Doing. I just want to know, like, Fantastic. what kind of roadroll do I have to do? It's like, 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 this is like as far as my stuff goes. Like, it doesn't go any further. Are you <laughs> taking the shine away from Lord Jason right now? His iconic <laughs> intro. I'm, try I'm trying to get into that shine. I'm trying to get that beard. <laughs> like that, every, every time I see him at Fan Fest, I just look over and I say, that man's doing something that I am not. Because I have a trouble beard. <laughs> Salute to you, Lord Jason. It's a Microsoft trade secret. <laughs> That's why they put him in charge of certain things. Brother, it's an absolute pleasure to have you back in the realm, man. First of all, how you doing? And uh, if any games have been getting a chance to be played, I know the teams are busy, but I had to ask you that. Uh, you know, things are going really well. I mean, uh, I think after launch, the team took a, an extended break off, which was very well deserved, mm -hmm. and just you know, an opportunity for everybody to spend time with their families and everything. And mm -hmm. now that we're in the new year, uh, you know, the team's really excited. You know, firing on all cylinders, so it's great to be back. Mm -hmm. And then on the games front, um, you know, I've been playing a lot of different games. Uh, I just finished up Assassin's Creed Valhalla a couple wow. of weeks ago. Nice. Uh, so put a lot of time in to that because that's definitely one of my favorite franchises mm -hmm. uh just recently completed new super lucky's tale uh, nice. you know, with fps boost at, at 120 frames per second through that yes sir um, thank you and then uh right now i just started uh phoenix immortals or immortals phoenix rising mm. so just started that so game. early on in that awesome awesome yeah. fantastic games man um Heard so I know you've been playing that one, right? Uh, um, Addict, I think you were, you were, yeah, really I beat on. it a couple like a couple weeks ago. It was a good game. I really got the demo it. up, so I might, you know, check out the demo mm -hmm. of being that uh, uh, Jason Ron on the team has actually changed my mind on certain demos. So. Oh. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say you was gonna wait because it, it wasn't in Game Pass. Well, I, oh, oh, well um, I definitely put off for a lot of games, but when it's my turn, I'll talk about it. Oh, gee, no, 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 yeah, no, no, really quick. And of course, you know we got the four horsemen of the game. We got one horseman down, but he should be coming in hot. Soft still should be on route, but we still got the horseman of the game in the original realm, Knights of the Realm in the round table with updated, time-sensitive intros because of Jason mm -hmm. Ronald. <laughs> King, <laughs> but close to the co-host, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, lord of his own world, and the how of the young wolf, my man, Lord Addict. How we doing, sir? Doing pretty good uh, for for time restraints. Uh, that's 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 my intro this week. Oh, thank oh, you. I'm gonna eat up your minutes. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, King think he's slick. He tries to take a minute. I'm gonna eat up your minutes and soft from Oh my God! And of course, our technical lord will be coming in soon, but we still. Have the Incredible Hulk of this, a.k.a. the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Prophet of Xbox. King of the statues, demands nothing less than that premium experience. It is the leader of the fraud alert movement. Ooh. Beloved Lord King, how we doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Anybody who saw UFC last night, yes. understand you can reach for the stars, but that don't mean that you're going to reach it. Oh. That man had the... the, the <laughs> 
uh, uh, uh. He had the style to beat the style bender. I thought Ooh. the style bender was too conceited going up into that fight. I thought really? he had to take it a little bit more serious going in because I didn't like his vernacular going into the fight. Mm -hmm. And when he was fighting Blancho, uh, Blancho, I Blavich. believe Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. When he was fighting, I noticed that his body was mm -hmm. built for that weight. When him, when he was going up to 205, I thought yeah. 205 was a larger reach for him. Yeah. And he tried to be like Roy Jones going into that fight. Mm -hmm. The difference between his fight and Roy Jones' fight, when Roy Jones went up to heavyweight, Roy Jones fought a lesser champion. This guy is not a lesser champion. No, no he's a great, yeah. He's right? Great so champion. he's a great champion, and he was mm. trying to defeat a great champion at his home turf. Mm. Didn't work out for the boy. Mm. It. He reached too far. He should have stayed at his weight class. <laughs> he not uh, allowed to shoot for the stars. No, Damn. no, you can shoot for the stars, but sometimes you're going to miss. You understand? <laughs> or sometimes you're going to reach a champion that is worthy of that challenge and that's going to give you everything that you had. And uh, he didn't have everything else. Shout out to Amanda Nunes for what she did last yeah. night. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. She is a phenomenal champion, fantastic champion. Mm -hmm. The disqualification kind of pissed me off early in the evening, uh, but shout out to the new Jamaican-born uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I, I mm -hmm. love the fact that you did win the belt and maybe you can give him a rematch and he won't uh, disqualify this time yeah. that's enough of that Good let's enough. get over the you know king of the statues looking fantastic mm -hmm. uh kos is coming soon had a lot of stuff happening this week mm -hmm. uh you know my condolences goes out to uh dizzy's family yes love him so much uh i miss him so i really couldn't get that stuff out mm -hmm. uh okay so what i've been playing this week what you been all playing, right so man. like jason said he finished super lucky still so so many things that y'all have been uh, updating and putting inside game pass has renewed certain things so i played the regular super lucky still now this is new super lucky still with all this extra stuff inside so i'm going in trying to finish it 100 mm -hmm. so uh that's taking a lot of my time i downloaded john madden football for giving me a full yeah. game that i was never gonna pay for <laughs> Salute to you for being cheap. I'm, I'm not, how is it being cheap? I'm just, you know, using my options. Put too much stuff in there. Like, like Dirt 5. Dirt 5, for instance, I said I was never going to pay a nickel for, and what happened? Phil Dominus, Maximus, and really Don't worry, I got you. It's in Game Pass when you're ready to play. And shout out to the man. I was playing Dirt 5. It looks great. Mm. Mm. Oh, it it looks so great. So um, you know, and it's you don't look great on there. launch too, right? Mm -hmm. No, it did. It looked it looked great on launch, but you know when it launched? It launched the other day in my house. <laughs> on Game Pass. It, so it, so, it so game we just, just to be clear, we're acknowledging it now because it is in the Game Pass service. <laughs> that's the only time I really acknowledge anything. You know why? Because <laughs> oh it's new to me. Like when you enter Game Pass. It, it can launch two, three years ago. Uh, it's new to me. I just touched it. So, you know, um, I always try to touch all this back boost games, and we're going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, Sovereign's here, so I guess mm. he can take his time. I'm out of here. Sorry. No guys. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Salute, salute, Lord. So, quick back check before your intro, sir. Hello, hello. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And of course, coming in hot, our oh, most technical hot. gaming lord, the solo game who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus, the Lord of Clarity and Patreon of the Iron Bank. Mommy, Lord Sovereign, great to be here. How you doing, keep, sir? Keep in mind, King took half your. Uh, yeah, he took a lot of your. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm limited now, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I apologies. expect a, a written thank you that I gave you both my intros. So. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll send it right apologies, now. Apologies, apologies for coming in hot. Uh, blame the misses. I'm gonna blame the misses. Blame the misses on this one. <laughs> yes, Salute the ladies, sauce. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so I'm glad to be here, Jason. I apologize for being late, but thank you for joining us, man. I appreciate you coming back yes, to the yes, round. Yes, yes. Um, 
So real quick, I uh, mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to play much. Yesterday I played, I was I turned my consoles on for the first time all week just to sort of mess around. Mm -hmm. um, and that was pretty much it. Didn't really play much of anything. Mm -hmm. I was watching UFC. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo, uh, <sighs> all right. Uh, so Amanda Nunes did her thing uh, mm -hmm. for, with, a, with a, a, a taller opponent who, who literally could have kept her at length and yep. that did not happen. Yeah. Um, so that was fantastic. Um, Izzy again, not every. I, I appreciate his his humility and and he was and, humble. That's what I thought. It was the very shit. humble. At the end, um, it kind of showed his real nature, right? Because you see him as this sort of boisterous. Uh, mm -hmm. In the beginning, character. wasn't he? Wasn't he a little bit extra? This one going in he, sovereign, he, like he was. He, but that's yeah. him, right? That, mm -hmm. Like his. Nah, that, he said something that was highly disrespectful. Oh, he did. If, yeah, <laughs> because if that was if he was fighting me, that's chalkboard material. Oh, if you're gonna Lord. tell me uh, he's great, but he's gonna see true greatness tomorrow, yeah. I'm like, I can. Okay, okay. I, I haven't seen the, I don't know how John Jones responded. Oh, it was, I'm, su I'm <laughs> sure. He, to be honest, he was light. I'll just say this because I don't okay. go along. Um, he just pretty much was like, it's funny how people always, you know, look past whatever they're supposed to be doing, worrying about right. me, then focusing on the task at hand. On what's it in yeah. front of you, and that's yeah. that, and that's true because that was the problem. He may well, he may well be in that same situation yeah. <laughs> in, in the not too distant future. Time, so, yes, time. Yeah. Um, so real quick, uh, I just want to thank everybody for coming out on Friday. Yes. That was yes. a beautiful thing that happened uh, yes. for Lord Dizzy. Mm -hmm. That's something that you wish you never had to do. But um, I think Boom put it best where when he said, I I'm glad to be there. And I was yeah. glad to be there among people that loved and cared for Diz yes. um, the way the way that the entire community did. So that was that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, real quick, because we didn't speak on uh, sure. on, on our friend Nintendo Guru. Yes, uh, I was just about to speak on it too. Yeah, Guru, yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, condolences to his family, his yeah. close friends, everybody who knew him personally. Everybody put the uh, bending knee up for Nintendo Guru, y'all. No yeah. doubt, no yeah. doubt. Um, Lord Sean Capri, who's a, you know obviously a friend of the realm, very mm -hmm. close to him. Um, my heart breaks for, for everybody who is very close to him. Uh, so what I can say about Guru in the in the, the, the small interactions that I had with him here on ILP and, mm -hmm. and on Twitter is that if there's a word to exemplify that guy in my mind mm -hmm. is like is jolly like yes just, yes jolly like soul jolly soul yes. a happy individual yes. who yes. understood that the operative part of the word video games is games like yes. he really it, it, he was all about the joy and the fun and you could see it i mean he's the type of person i honestly if he seems like if we could aspire to that level of happiness every single day in our lives mm -hmm we would be much better off for it. He Factual. seemed like a, and, and with him, the connection that he had with us, the, yeah. you know, growing up around boxing, the way a lot mm -hmm. of us did as well, that love, that love for Sean the Capri's in the chat. Sean Capri's in the chat with love. Yeah. Man, you know? And those two are like, oh man, yeah, they're so it, close, continue. Buddies, yeah. So mm -hmm. um, again, man, condolences to his family. Uh, Guru, we're gonna miss you, man. Like it, it, absolutely heartbreaking week for, for mm -hmm. the entire community. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So well, well said, brother, man. Again, recipes on Nintendo Guru. Again, it was a rough week. I'll start my intro. Of course, we have the gaming ninja himself, Lord Cognito. Um, like I said, I'm just gonna add on this all. We're gonna keep the bending knee up. Um, you know, first of all, for me, no gaming this week. Obviously, yeah. I'm returning yeah. from the nasal surgery, so physically I was in a state, and then the the impact of losing two of our brothers, you know, so closely, you know, and again, like you said, our good friend. You know, Bobby Paul's the Nintendo guru, you know, tremendous guy, tremendous guy, amazing in the gaming community. He will definitely be missed. And um, again, salute to his family, salute to all the warm wishes everyone sent out. Again, Sean Capri, me and you've been in communication. Y'all know you guys were very close. And then subsequently, obviously, our brother Lord Dizzy. And um, it, it was a rough week. But the, the good thing that I have to say that I was very proud of 
is the community coming together, you know, and people who I've seen not necessarily talk with each other come together to show support and reverence and respect for our fallen gaming brothers. So um, that was beautiful, man. I, again, I got to thank all you guys. This was a rough week for the Lords. This was, there was no doubt. But one thing about Dizzy that he would always want is for the show to continue, for things to move forward. You know what I'm saying? He was a huge fan of Jason, so he'd be happy right now to see Jason up in here. You know yeah. what I mean? Sending the love. He's definitely bled green. We know that. But um, it was it, it was really cool to see everyone come together and everybody in the chat and the kind words and everyone checking on us to make sure we were okay. Thank you. Thank you, community. You know, we will get this dude together. So, um, yeah, that's what I got as far as that. Um, last word was last night. Salute to Ebontis. We had the legendary lore master, my man, uh, Mylan Games. But um, right now it's that time. I want to do a quick uh, news break celebration um, for... It's that time, you know, where we uh, celebrate. We celebrate the uh, Logdex Scribe of the Month. And um, this one was very competitive. And, um, you know, during that time, you know, many, many have been putting in a lot of work as far as the site is concerned. Um, you know, I want to shout out to the entire team. You know what I'm saying? Dizzy would have been extremely proud because this was a very competitive uh, month. You know what I mean? So I definitely want to salute the team. Um, and uh, right now, you know, I uh, want to celebrate a specific Lord who is definitely one of the winners. He went above and beyond in the month of February with an exceptional, diverse content, great walkthroughs, news piece on MLB The Show, um, Crossplay. I believe he had the uh, Bravely Default walkthrough with uh, Nintendo Switch and the Destruction of All, the All Stars walkthrough with um, PS5. So uh, we proudly present <laughs> the latest winner of the now deemed Lord Dizzy Lognet Scribe of the Month. Our man, Hector Ramirez, a.k.a. Lord Macho. Happy belated birthday gift, sir. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you Happy are birthday. the winner. I was hoping to see if he can he jump in for a few minutes, but I haven't seen him yet. I don't know if he, something came up to him. Oh, there he is, right on time, right on time. Yes, there sir. he is. There he is, man. So hopefully it's audio. Lord, Lord Macho, can you hear us, sir? I see you jumped in on the laptop. I can hear. I see you. We just want to make sure we can hear you. He's he's getting getting his audio together. But uh, but while he's while he's working on that, definitely want to salute him, man. He had a tremendous month, and also great from an assistant editor standpoint, man. So salute to you, uh, Macho. Can you guys hear me? There you go, my man, brother. Yes. How you doing? Congratulations on the inaugural Lord Dizzy Log (laughs) Net Scribe of the Month. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How you guys doing today? Uh, that is my apprentice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is my apprentice. So I will uh, be also uh, taking uh, a little bit of credit for my apprentice. And uh, he's doing well in the Sith world. Addict as well. In the Sith world. So you mean, should, it means he's going to take should, you out at some point. Credit? Yes. <laughs> yeah, addict's the reason he's here. But we got <laughs> no, no, it's just no problem. Once you, once you, inter- once you introduce them, I have taken them. No, up. no. We went from Jedi Masters to Iron Lords, man. I appreciate yes. it, man. No, 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 man. Appreciate you, brother, for the work you've been doing. Tremendous. Dizzy would have been extremely proud of you. Any words you want to say on your on your tremendous month of February? Yes, yes. Uh, I, again, thank you to everybody. The love and the support has been incredible. When I say you guys bro- broke me out of my shell, mm-hmm. y'all broke me out of my <laughs> shell. You know, <laughs> y'all are just sharpening up the finer points of my writing. You're making me more eloquent. Like, I feel like a better man. Woo! 
<laughs> after Thank all you. these all this time and salute you know that's a big shout out to dizzy too always pushing me to mm. believe in my writing believe in my work and believe in my own beliefs oh, you know God. that's hard it's hard to believe in your own beliefs but mm. you gotta stay rigid and dizzy definitely taught all of us that and no doubt i think we all carry up for everybody everybody as well mm. that uh yeah the love and support is insane so mm-hmm. thank you again Absolute, thank you again uh, hey. you know enjoy gaming you know you don't know. stop bickering on twitter stop bickering online enjoy your games man. preach your games. preach well said brother again thank you for accepting the award dizzy huge huge fan of you then love that you always uh projected your voice your reflection on these things so salute to you brother it's a pleasure thank you for pulling up you know what i'm saying and happy belated birthday happy belated birthday thank you thank salute, you man. Bro. thank you have a good you guys one bro. have a good one all right you i'll too, see you buddy. in the show it's right, exciting brother. you already know right. take care you guys. salute so now that we've gotten into the business and what the lords have been playing and all that good stuff we have a special guest here <laughs> so yes. i want to focus on him now lord jason ronald his video game system history his journey into the games industry and of course what led him to ascending to the director of project management of team xbox so lord jason let's go from the very beginning what were some of the first video game systems you had and what got you into gaming Ooh. It's a it's a fascinating question. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I've been a gamer my whole life. Uh, even before I owned my own systems, you know, you give me any device that has any sense of a game on it, I would always gravitate towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first console was actually the NES. Ooh. So that's where I started. Um, you know, got it a little bit later, uh, a little bit after it had released, uh, but definitely like that's where i really got started and that really kind of started me on this path Mm -hmm. and then since then you know as i said i've kind of been a lifelong gamer Mm -hmm. uh i've owned just about every system since then Mm. uh you know there's a few outliers i never owned a a gamecube or a Mm -hmm. wii u as an example but outside of that basically i owned every system Mm. um even in high school i actually worked uh, at a toy store just so that i could afford to go out (laughs) and buy the latest systems and sure that i could get them um, so yes, and then I also spent time in the arcades as well. Uh, oh, I'm glad you, know, you put so, that. Continue. Like I had a like I really enjoyed the arcade scene in mm. like the mid '90s. Yes. Uh, like that was kind of the peak arcade. So you know, it doesn't matter to me if it's a console, if it's an arcade, if it's you know PC, mobile. Mm-hmm. Games are games, and you know we all want to play. So mm-hmm. I just enjoy them wherever I can play them. Salute, man. For I, I am glad you mentioned the arcade scene. Because um, I think there's, I know we do a lot of gaming histories, but we kind of, sometimes we gloss over and how impactful it was. And I always talk about how like, you know, sometimes at that time, you know, the arcade scene represented the advancement of technology before it came to the console, because they were always ahead, right? So was there any, at least some standouts for you, maybe some moments for you in the arcade scene where you like, okay, this game or this time, this was transformative to you? Uh, I mean, so for me, like the the fundamental part of the arcade scene that I loved mm-hmm. was honestly the fighting game community. Whoa! So, like Street Fighter Two, just oh. like redefine that. I yes. think everybody remembers going to an arcade, putting their quarter up on the monitor, Whoa! you know, next man up, um, and then. You know, if you just think about kind of what happened to fighting games after Street Fighter 2 came out, Mm -hmm. everything from like Mortal Kombat to Tekken, even Mm. things like World Heroes Mm. and some of the old SNK games, you know, and it's like 
even to this day, I still love fighting games. Like I remember the first time playing Killer Instinct in the Ooh, arcades, yes. you know, and just this like combos were new in Street Fighter and then to see Killer Instinct just take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And now to look at the competitive scene with like Evo and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's insane how really Street Fighter set that foundation mm-hmm. and it's really kind of grown that entire, uh, you know, segment of games ever mm. since then. What, what I've noticed about arcades during that period of time and reading e, uh, either EGM or Die Hard, I started learning about the boards that were behind the the, the tech that was behind yes. these games. Yes. So, you know, Sega, like when they had the Model 1 boards or the Ooh. Model 2, and I would Damn rush down too. to the arcade to see these stuff. Or when I learned about Sony's board that married the PlayStation System board, 11. You know, the System 11 boards, and uh, little things like that, that started teaching me a lot of tech behind it. Was, did, did you really get fascinated behind the tech behind the, the arcade games that you saw when you you know got to the arcade? I don't know how big your arcades was. We, well, I'm in New York City, so we used mm. to go down to 42nd Street, and it was tons of arcades all over the place. So. Mm. Uh, I just wanted to know, were you uh, influenced by the tech behind it and wanted to know more about the tech that mm-hmm. was inside such machines? Absolutely. You know, like you're talking about, you, you go from games that have really detailed sprites to things like Virtual Fighter, where they started moving into 3D. Oh, yes. And then you look at things like Mortal Kombat, where it was like digitized characters and whatnot. And that's the thing is, you know, part of what I love about this industry is constantly raising that bar, constantly learning from, you know, hey, we wanted to do this. This is as far as we could take it. As the technology progresses, we invent brand new techniques to take it even further. But at the end of the day, the fundamentals are still the same because great game design is great game design. It doesn't matter, you know, what technology was built on. And that's why, you know, with everybody who really enjoys retro gaming, mm-hmm. you know, we were kind of talking about it beforehand. When the game's new to you, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. A great game is a great game. Preach. So being able to be exposed to that, but then obviously to continue to push that boundary and to keep like advancing the state of the art as yeah. a technologist, as an engineer, that's what's exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. That's great. Well said. Well said. Definitely. A game can be new to someone, and it's a great game all that's over how again. I feel about Game Pass. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we know, like sir. Like, if you, you haven't know, played it, it's new to you. Factual. It's, like, it's like I always say, you know, I mean, how many people a year get into gaming for the first time? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they've never even, you know, they. It's mm-hmm. like one of those things where they're playing like their their brother's game or something, but they don't have no control over what's being bought. So. Yeah, yeah, man, no, absolutely. I have a I have a question. Sure. All right, and I don't know how long we have you for, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot my shot now. Um, <laughs> we got time. <laughs> we got time. We got right. time. So so my my thing is this, right? Mm-hmm. I know that uh, being in a giant conglomerate at Microsoft, it's a huge kind of cushion for some people, but also there is a a, a big um like living up to big brothers type of thing. You know, Microsoft is uh, the big brother, Xbox is inside that whole thing. So, but you're allowed to attack things in a certain manner that I've noticed in this generation, very specifically that you guys have been doing. Now I, I use this little analogy, like these guys say bayonets up. So usually on the musket, on the tip of the bayonet, oh, no. right? So that's a two prong approach. I've been saying a two prong approach being that and I use war terms mm-hmm. because that's the terms that I see things in. That's the terms how I live my life. Mm-hmm. That's the terms how I attack things, right? And I say, 
you're going up against an entity that is not, let's say, uh, bigger as in financial, bigger, but it's bigger in worldwide reach and in mind share. Mm -hmm. So in trying to attack the mind share, you have to have a two prong approach. I've noticed that you guys have did price and power. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you guys have did uh, cloud and Azure. Right. I've noticed that you guys have done what was it? Uh, velocity architecture mm -hmm. and the boost mode. Is this your approach to always attack things and do things at a double time pace to achieve set goals that you're looking for? Or am I just grasping at straws here? Because I've noticed that it was like a pattern that every time that y'all announce something, it's in like waves of two. Um, I wouldn't say there's like necessarily waves of two per se, but you know, I think a big thing is, is our strategy has pivoted from being very device centric to mm -hmm. being very player centric right. and understanding that, you know, there's 3 billion people on the planet who play games. Not everybody is going to go out and buy a, a game console. Maybe in some cases they won't even own a TV, mm. you know, maybe mobile's their primary interface or mm -hmm. whatnot. And, you know, we're really about how do we deliver the best gaming content to players all across the world in whatever form is most natural for them. Right. And so, and when you, you know, we were talking about the arcade boards and how technology is kind of leapfrogging, you know, with that view, when we design technology and we design products, we're thinking about the long term. Right. You know, when we were designing the Series X and the Series S, we were looking at how would this apply to the cloud, as an example. When we make investments in the PC, like, for example, ray tracing is something that actually started in the PC. And then we we're like, OK, how do we bring this to console as an example? Right. So I think having that wider view, that wider aperture mm -hmm. really lets us look at kind of all the groundbreaking technology that's happening and then really figuring out how can we bring that to bear for gamers? Right. Um, you know, a great example of this and one of the benefits that we have at a company like Microsoft we have an entire division called Microsoft Research mm. with some of the smartest people in the world in various areas. And what can we learn from them? How can we take these you know, ideas that they're incubating or things that they've been researching for a really long time? And how do I bring that into a gaming concept, whether that's on the console, whether that's on the PC or something like xCloud? Right. So I think it's definitely a long-term view. And you know, when you make certain bets, you want to make sure that you're making those bets with an eye towards where gaming's going, mm. as opposed to just the problem that we're solving right now. Absolutely. Got to think about in the future, right? You know, you can't yes. think about just the immediate. It's a great point. It's a great point. I always forget that. You guys got those roadmaps, you know, five, six years, you know, in advance while we're living in the present, so excited about what's going on now. So that's actually a good question, King, and a, and good answer, Jason. Um, I, I definitely wanted to ask one more thing. I know we kind of get all got over the, the gaming history, but two aspects: um, portable gaming and the 32-bit era. Were any of those uh, in your kind of wheelhouse during your your coming up as far as video game history? So on the portable side, definitely uh, had a Game Boy, had a Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. You know, I, I think at that age you had to have one of those, whether it's you know playing Tetris or you know all. The oh, you hear that, that addict? Tetris. Okay. <laughs> you continue. I, I, I apologize for him rudely interrupting you. Continue. Uh, 
I never had a Vita or a PSP. Uh, I definitely have a Switch. I have a Switch Woo! Pro, a Switch, and a Switch Lite. Um, so same thing. You know, you it's like Pro. You saw everybody eyes. Like, Switch Pro. <laughs> you have a Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Hey, Phil's Phil's got that shelf. You never know. Jason might have that shelf too. <laughs> yeah. J- Jason's smart. Jason looks like he's like in, a, in an empty room. No, no clues for nothing. Right? Uh, we gotta pay attention. He does got that headset on though. Well, he, he, those he, are the perks of you yes, know. Sir. He's got that perks. new headset. Yeah. Yes, sir. Phil Spencer's took anything into a Where's Waddle scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, let Jason have fun. Um, and then the 32 bit era, that was kind of like a sweet spot. Like I definitely had a Saturn, had a Dreamcast, Ooh. had a 32X. Ooh. You know, you, you gotta kind of represent everything. So, Ooh. you know. Uh, unfortunately i'm not as much of a collector so i don't have all of those systems you know at times with like now having kids Mm -hmm. i wish i had some of those systems Mm -hmm. uh but that's where you know some of the retro systems and whatnot can come to bear so that i can still uh share those games with my kids absolutely absolutely now um want to get into the career as far as now getting pre-microsoft um Mm. one thing that i first of all number one is what kind of inspired you now you're a gamer, you know, you've been through all the generations to now say, okay, I want to be a part of the games industry. And then, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, you're very proficient with our software development in the restaurant industry. So I wanted to know if one that was the case prior to Microsoft, like how did you get started in industry that kind of then led you there? I just want to know like those early origins of your career. Wow, you're going deep if you remember that I was in the food industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we do our uh, research here. <laughs> so, so for me, uh, I actually went to college. My undergraduate degree is actually in digital animation. Oh. So I always actually intended on being an artist. Uh, and I was either looking to potentially go into the film industry wow. or into the gaming industry. Um, but while I was in college, I uh, got a job as an engineer uh, to your point in the food service industry doing inventory control very exciting i know (laughs) (laughs) but you know through that process i actually kind of realized i was a better engineer than i was an artist Mm. but what always has appealed to me about the game industry is that uh, merger of art and technology Mm. creativity and engineering and just kind of how those uh, things play off one another so you know, kind of somewhat on a whim uh, after, you know, graduating with my master's and, you know, working in software engineering for a while, uh, I just kind of reached out to Microsoft, heard from them a number of year, a uh, number of months later, mm-hmm. and they were basically like, hey, do you want to come work on Xbox? Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I always jokingly tell people I have one of the most backward ways into the game industry, <laughs> which is, you know, intended on being an artist, you know, digital animation background, got a job while I was in college as an engineer. Uh-huh. And then just having that background of kind of the, the art side as well as technology made me kind of an ideal person to go join Xbox. Mm. And then I started in Xbox Game Studios. Mm. So I've been here at Microsoft and at Xbox. Uh, It'll be 15 years in Mm. April. Um, And I've spent about half of my career in Xbox Game Studios Mm. and about half of my career on the platform side. Mm. So the way that I kind of jokingly talk about it is, I've basically done everything in Xbox except for physically build the hardware with my own two hands. <laughs> uh, you know, I've owned, I've been responsible for large portions of Xbox Live. Mm. I've shipped a large number of games. Mm. Obviously, now leading the platform team and the development of our hardware and our next generation consoles. Mm. So, you know, I've just had a really diverse uh, yes. career. 
And that gives me a great opportunity to kind of have that, you know, holistic view of how do all these things come together mm -hmm. and really deliver the premium gaming experience mm -hmm. as well as making the mm -hmm. platform great for game developers. Because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is the kinds of games that can be built on our platforms. Absolutely. Were, were, would you ever consider going back to the gaming side Ooh, of it? Good uh, or, or are you home with the platform stuff and with the hardware stuff? I love game development. At my core, I still define myself as a game developer. So if the right opportunity came up, I would totally go back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, part of how I moved from Xbox Game Studios to the platform team was, you know, we built some really innovative technology in game studios. Mm -hmm. And it was, okay, how do we take this technology and actually get it out to all developers? Right. So we decided at the time to actually move the team into the platform. Mm -hmm. But, you know, after a couple of years of working on the platform, I really missed game development. So I actually mm. went back to mm. Xbox Game Studios and I actually uh, led platform integration for the Xbox One launch. Right. So basically, okay. how do you build games on a hardware, software and services platform that don't exist yet? Mm -hmm. um, so I always like kind of having one foot on the platform, one foot in game development. Mm -hmm. But if the right opportunity came up, like I love creating games. I love that process. Well, hold on. So, let, let, never let me, say never. Let me help you shoot your shot. Phil Dominus Maximus Familius Spencer. Please, please. Let's let's reach down to, to Jason Ronald and let him lead the killer instinct with the <laughs> He loves fighting games. He loves fighting games. This is the pitch. I think her I think currently Phil needs him doing what he's doing now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love everything that he's doing. Everything that he says makes me smile because as an artist, he respects the art and we have this thought like if we play an old game, mm -hmm. our memories is always a little bit better mm -hmm. than actually true. what it is, true. Right? So point. with this boost mode, mm -hmm. you have kept my memories alive. <laughs> so I don't look like a fool when I go play an old game. Mm -hmm. I put it in. I'm like, it's just how I remember it. It's boost. Right? So, uh, thank you so much for preserving these older games yeah. moving forward. And like you said, you don't own your old consoles. Right. So you go by memory of what you used to have. So when you do get a chance to play an older game on your newer console that you do have, because, you know, you have a family and stuff like that, you probably played it through Game Pass. I'm just talking around. Um, <laughs> and the game plays and looks like how you remember it mm -hmm. on, you know, your new technology. And I think that's a warm feeling when you when you get a chance to reach back and bring those games up to speed. Yeah. So I do appreciate it and I do say thank you. You know, so, and, and and this is at no additional cost. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing really amazing oh, yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So I do appreciate all mm -hmm. the hard work. But as far as an artist, sir, yes, we do need this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can transition to my final question on the uh, the history side, which is uh, you, you definitely talked about your diverse skill set, right? You know, and all these things you were able to do and, and hats you wore, you know, at uh, it's still wear, excuse me, at, uh, at Xbox. But um, I just want to know if you could talk about like the brainstorming part of, of hardware development, because like mm. you said, you know, you guys think so far out in the future about what you guys are gonna do. So I just wanna know like where the team was as far as like the mindset with the conceptual aspects of a of a Project Scarlet and a, or you know, Project, you know what I'm saying, a Scorpio and things like that to see, and then to see that like evolve and eventually become the Xbox One X and the Xbox Series X and stuff like that. Like, so like, can you talk about like some of that a brainstorming aspect of like how far out you guys are, are thinking of these things 
Yeah, I mean, so so I think there's two aspects of it. One, as engineers and technologists, we're always kind of looking at where the future is going. You know, advances in silicon development, new rendering techniques, you know, new cloud technologies and whatnot. Because one, you have to kind of understand where the industry is going. And then also as a, as a company the size of Microsoft, we also have a lot of opportunity to influence where the industry is going. Mm-hmm. You know, and a great example of that is, you know, as we're developing the Xbox Series X and the Series S, we're really looking at things like 120 hertz as an example, mm. variable refresh rate and things like that. So like we started engaging with the TV companies two to three years before anybody wow. even knew mm. what um, you know we were developing mm-hmm. because we wanted to make sure the t- display technology and the HDMI standard was ready for what we were planning on bringing. Mm-hmm. So first, you know, just kind of understanding the lay of the land and we're always looking, you know, I'm, you know, whether it's SIGGRAPH or, mm-hmm. you know, Silicon conferences and whatnot, just really trying to understand where what those opportunities are. Mm-hmm. I think another thing is, is just talking to, you know, the community, mm-hmm. talking to game developers. You know, the average game now takes anywhere from three to four years to build. Yes. So, you know, talking to developers, really understanding where their creative vision is, mm-hmm. what they really aspire to do, and really understanding where the technology is maybe limiting them or mm-hmm. limiting some of those capabilities. Right. So so taking that in. And then the other thing is, is we're, you know, for the vast majority of us on Team Back- Xbox, we're gamers ourselves. Yes. You know, so it's like, where do we want to see the technology go? You know, and some sometimes it's going to be things like visuals. Mm-hmm. In other cases, it's going to be things like quick resume or how can I like mm-hmm. make it as fast and easy as possible to jump into some of these various games. Right. And, you know, we just really sit down and we, we really kind of do some brainstorming mm-hmm. as a, a team. And we just don't limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, something like xCloud, you know, we, we've we toyed with the idea of game streaming for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, for a long and, time before. You know, mm-hmm. maybe the technology wasn't ready. Maybe we couldn't do it in a cost-effective way so that, you know, it would be too high of a barrier for gamers. And, you know, we just kind of, you know, allow ourselves to dream, allow ourselves to really think about what's possible. And in some cases, we can deliver those things with a console or a PC or something. And in some cases, it's still a great idea. It's just the technology's not ready. Mm. Um, so we keep that on the on kind of the back burner and we keep really identifying when is the right opportunity to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately, the hardest thing about that is saying no to good ideas. Yeah. You know, the amount of really great ideas, the amount of things that we all get really excited about. Uh, you know, there's so many awesome things that we can go do, but mm. how do you prioritize that? Mm. And that's why you have to have that long-term vision. You know, what we do today, it needs to really set the foundation for what's coming next. Yes. And then what's coming next needs to lead us to that next step. Mm. So it's having that long-term vision uh, that really, for me, excites me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the real opportunity that we have. Wow. That... You know, okay, what, what I want to point in a little bit on what you said is like, you know, you as a company, help you know certain things you can even help influence where that industry goes and one of the things you know there's a couple things i can say off the top of my head like you guys were real big in the push for crossplay, and i feel like you guys were one of the biggest key components you know with epic and you know et cetera et cetera to really push now look you know you have outriders coming out at the end of the month or the beginning of next month that's going to have crossplay on all platforms uh one thing that i had to give you guys too is is backwards compatibility like mm-hmm. until you guys really like you know and i think that was a little bit even beyond that like you literally put your foot on the ground was like this is what we're doing 
from now on. Not no, like you know, uh, you mm-hmm. know, we we want the Xbox Series X to be revolved around this. He was like, we want our brand to be revolved around this, and I think, you know, in terms of stuff like that, you guys don't get enough credit for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I appreciate that. I mean, for for us, I'll, I mean, I'll say for me, I don't do it for credit. I do it for the players. Mm. I do it for <laughs> like, what do we want as as gamers? And like, I think backwards compatibility is a great example of when we first did it on the Xbox One. To be honest, we didn't even know if we could get it to work. Right. Um, you know, and you know, we had an amazing engineering team really sit down and figure out how to do that. Right. And then, you know, one of the things that I love most about that team is. Every time we challenge them, they come through and they go even further than mm-hmm. what we thought. You know, so there was an engineer on the team who thought, hey, can we get original Xbox games running? Yeah. You know, and like to have that <laughs> yeah. come forward. And then King, to your point, you know, to be able to play KOTOR or Crimson Skies yes. at 4K, mm. clearly when those games were written, nobody was thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and then, and then with that long-term view, you know, now, you know, we said from day one with Xbox Series X and S, compatibility was critical. We're now thinking, how do we continue to main, maintain compatibility right. as games move forward? And it's just informing our hardware decisions, our software decisions, how we work with developers, mm-hmm. because to your point, this is now part of our DNA. Yeah. Um, and it's really right. important to us. And I will say, like, the engineering challenges here are really, really high because we still want developers to highly optimize their games to take full advantage of the unique capabilities of this platform Mm -hmm. but as technology advances how do we continue to maintain that compatibility as technology moves forward and it's Mm -hmm. just it's a really big challenge for us uh but that's what excites us yeah i have a question and 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 my question is i understand that um being at price and power was a thing right and how can you achieve both things at one time how can you achieve duality Mm -hmm. in that space and looking at that space you achieved duality and the fact that power is the series x right Mm -hmm. and then the series s uh has a unique price point because it's allowing you to be such a, a flexible entity in this space that everybody can partake this is and, and I, I tease a lot but the the development tools are, are maturing at this point in time and we're starting to see the flexibility in that whole uh, duality whereas the series s is being able to punch above its weight so we're saying but we, we haven't get, seen the we i know, get to there. We, I get know to there. We, we haven't seen the full thing but uh what i was looking at and what i was noticing does that make you even smile even a little bit more that you were able to deliver this package in such a small because it's when I opened it, it was it was it was amazing to me. It was the size that it was. I said, I don't know how they did this. And the 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 power and everything that's inside. Uh I know they're gonna get to the part of uh, you know, the stuff around it, yeah, but we get to that state of series is, is that little standpoint. is that little baby like really uh, uh like a crowning achievement? I know it's uh the X is really a, a, a you know like that thing, but little man like <laughs> <laughs> Affectionately we call the series S here a little bit. <laughs> Good to you. I, I mean to be honest, the series S like I couldn't be prouder of the team and, and what they were able to deliver with that. Um, you know, and to your point, it's really about 
how do we make gaming more accessible for more people on day one? Right. You know, and there's plenty of people out there that either they don't have a 4K TV or, you know, maybe they choose to put their money into services or whatnot, but they still want to play the same great games and they want to play them at the same fidelity with people. So, you know, and as with the developer mindset, when we decided to build two consoles in parallel, it was how do we make it as easy as possible for developers to scale up and scale down? Right. And like, when you think about CPU performance, when you think about IO performance, those can really, you know, change how a game's designed and how a game's built. Whereas most modern engines and most developers have the ability to scale up and down on, you know, resolution, on visual effects and whatnot. Right. So we, not only did we want to bring more people into the ecosystem on day one, but we also want to make it as easy as possible for developers to be able to scale up and down. And that de definitely influenced the design of the Series S. And we're like, honestly, I'm super proud of the Series S. Uh, you know, my one of my kids is running a Series S in their room. The Series S is our primary console in our living room. Mm, yeah. And then uh, for me, I like the premium experience, so I go with the Xbox <laughs> Series X. <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, just having those options is awesome from day one. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah, man, I mean, I, I love what you said also about the, um, just the conceptual aspect of how you guys work together and all the different factors involved, you know, whether, whether it be, you know, TV manufacturers and where the industry is going and then all these different factors, you know, deciding and then yourselves about where the industry is going to go, right? And, and that is things, again, we don't really think about as gamers, but um, it, it definitely, it's all these different factors, you know what I'm saying, that, that combine into it. And I'm glad you explained that. Um, Got to move on with the, uh, the the gaming question, the final gaming questions that we ask all the round before we get into our State of the Series X stuff. Is um, important stuff. I need Lord Jason's top five video games or franchises of all time. <laughs> oh, this is difficult. You're asking me to make like it's my favorite child. Yes, yes. You, this call? you have to pick between you the, the most. <laughs> you got to pick between the children. Here in the realm, you got to pick between your children. All right. So, so here's my personal list. Is my personal taste as a gamer. Mm -hmm. uh, so, favorite franchise of all time is Final Fantasy. Very first uh, RPG I played on the NES uh, definitely made me fall in love with like min-maxing, you know, epic stories, uh, and you know, to see how that franchise has evolved over the years, uh, it's always just it's a highlight for me. Yes. You know, everything from Final Fantasy Tactics to you know them bridging into MMOs. Attic, like, they're that's loving just... you right now. Continue. You, you, you know what? You know what? I knew there was something I liked about. It. <laughs> I knew there was something. Dude, you're, you're welcome back in. Oh, he's welcome back. Oh, th thank you, Addict. Thank you for thank welcoming you. back. Lord Jason. <laughs> so, yeah, so that one definitely started my love of J JRPGs, and it continues to this day. Uh -huh. um, second franchise, probably Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. um, same kind of thing. I remember playing the first Assassin's Creed in this massive open world mm -hmm. and parkour, and the first time you ever do a leap of faith in that franchise, oh, yeah, it's just like, yeah. it, like it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And just to see how that franchise has continued to evolve into more like RPG elements, mm -hmm. but still keeping the foundation the same, mm -hmm. like huge kudos to that team. Nice. Uh, I mentioned it before. Uh, I mentioned it before, Street Fighter 2. Uh, the Street Fighter franchise nice. definitely has to be very high on my list. Nice. Um, 
Tool. I struggled with you have to respect whether it's Mario or Zelda. So mm. I'm like, okay, which one do I go with? <laughs> yes. Um, I think both of them, like Mario redefined platformers, but mm. I would say for me, Zelda's got to be on that mm. list. Scott with sword. Uh, Hell yeah, let's oh, go. Here we go. <laughs> we got we got to ask the question. You you led right into what, it. Which you which name the three of your favorites? No, 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 no. Name the one. No, favorite no, Zelda. because no, 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 I don't like when these guests say one, and I can't shame you. No, it's going to be one, and he, we, and we have time, to, not being time, one of them. time. Time. Let let Lord Jason <laughs> discuss. All right, Addict, your his favorite three Zeldas or one Zelda, whatever. One Zelda. One Zelda. I, I, can, okay. go, I can go with one. Thank My you. personal favorite is uh, Link to the Past. Okay, yeah. go. Okay, like, yeah, I get that. That feels like the definitive Zelda experience to me. But obviously, you know, they've made so many great uh, titles in the franchise. I'm a fan of Breath of the Wild, you know, Ooh. everything from the OG original all the way up to Breath of the Wild. It's okay. just, it's an incredible franchise. Absolutely. So you got that? Oh my God. <laughs> it's fine. He has a the switch. entire franchise. No, no. Now, I, I, I want to point out if he would have said Skyward Sword, I would never have in, heard the end of it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Listen, I, he has a switch, and um, I will be uh, approaching this later on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the final, was that the, the final one? That's four, that's four. That's four. Yeah. yeah, so I was thinking about it. Probably the final one has to be Forza. Mm. Um, you know, what Turn 10 has done with that franchise. Yeah. Like, it's just the technical mastery, the yes. love for what they do, yes. the love yeah. for cars, and then to see that expanding into the Horizon oh, uh, yes. franchise. Yes. I think, yeah, you know, it, it's for anybody to overtake uh, Gran Turismo is, yeah. is a feat. That yeah. is a feat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. And Turn 10 is just built an incredible team and mm -hmm. their partnership with Playground. Uh, so I just love what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, the, one of their early design goals was to turn gamers into car lovers and yes. car lovers into gamers. Uh, and I think they've absolutely done that in spades. So yeah. huge kudos to that team. Big yeah. up to Turn 10. Big up to Playground because, um, again, like, I, I know what you, you, you made a good point. Forza doesn't get enough credit, it is a staple franchise and for me i'm not the most hardcore motorsports guy but i respect mm -hmm. it for the aficionados mm -hmm. the enthusiasts right like this is Beautiful. the the yeah. metal but for me i thought it was so cool when they introduced the horizon for the more casual guy like i grew up on the outruns and all mm -hmm. that stuff yeah. so that it's like an open world outrun you know what i'm saying when they separated the two yes um, so that way you can really develop the greatest enthusiast, mm -hmm. uh, you know, hardcore metal type one, mm -hmm. and then the fun loving, yes. you know, uh, just carefree tearing through walls mm -hmm. and all that other stuff and going across yeah. country. Yeah. I, I thought that was very ingenious, two prong approach. Again, like I said, <laughs> yes, here we go. Into, the, pin, the pincer approach. The pincer yes, approach. Like, yes, we, we have almost seven hundred people watching. Yes, uh, let's like get those go. likes up. It yeah. helps with the algorithm. It mm -hmm. helps uh, to make sure that Jason is seen all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's get those likes. No up, doubt, guys. no yeah. doubt, man. Tremendous history. Now it also helps showing that uh, he didn't say Skyward Sword, but keep going. Fix your picture. Fix your picture. What I was gonna say is, oh, as far as this, the last was a loaded question in reference to gaming. Favorite console of all time? Little man. <laughs> I mean, 
the, the Series X and the Series S. <laughs> like, I've just got to say, like, hey, I got to go with Series X and Series <laughs> X. I mean, you did design it. That's your babies. That's your babies. That's salute, man. Oh, man. So he's in the Series platform. Woo! Man, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous gaming history. Let's move on a lot of show. Now, chat, I know there's a lot of Super Chats, but we got to respect time. So yeah. I know we, we can't. We'll, we'll read the Super Chats. Uh, I, I got them. I, I got them. Yeah, but I mean, we can't a do it. Later, at, we yeah, we probably have to do it at the end, so. Because it's just yeah, we, got, we gotta respect fine. Jason. We gotta respect Jason here. But um, look, we're gonna move on. Um, no poll last week because uh, I was getting my nose reformatted, <laughs> so yeah. it was none of that. But uh, we gotta get into these topics, man. We gotta get into it. So um, wanted to do a little series with you affectionately, Jason. Kind of like the the state of the series S slash X. You know what I mean? And um, you know. Basically, before we start this kind of little brief Q&A, I wanted to um, say, like, okay, you're about four months in, right? Four months in past the launch. You debuted this amazing platform, you know, tremendous features for back compatible and uh, game preservation, uh, FPS boost, auto HDR, quick resume, all these cool things. So just basic first, like, how's the team feeling overall about the platform? And then um, what lessons do you feel that you guys have learned you know, launching these two consoles, basically doing a pandemic. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a great question. I'll say, as the team, like, honestly, we couldn't be happier. We mm -hmm. couldn't be prouder of all the work that the team did. Mm -hmm. You know, when we started uh, building this generation, you know, it was one of the most ambitious things that we've ever taken mm -hmm. on with uh, Team Xbox, you know, building two consoles in parallel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing that doesn't get talked a lot about is we also have a development kit as well. Mm -hmm. So building three consoles in parallel yes. uh, is like unheard of. Yeah. So hugely proud of the team. And then just to see the response from the community and the fans, I mean, obviously you know the the demand is well exceeding our ability to actually manufacture you know yeah. as many consoles as we can um and like like we've talked about before you know this really sets that foundation for the next seven to ten years of game development and kind of game innovation mm -hmm. and we're really proud of a lot of the decisions that we've made we feel like the hardware is super solid we feel like the fan response has been great and then you know we're just getting started yes you know the way the way that we think about launch is that's really the end of the beginning mm -hmm. but really the hard work starts now mm -hmm. you know really now that you guys have your hands on it and we right. get the feedback from you mm -hmm. you know another thing is is we're getting feedback from developers as an mm -hmm. example and we've talked to a lot of people who either worked on launch games or who mm -hmm. have games coming out later this summer or mm -hmm. later this year hearing what they're looking for and where they want to push the technology mm. you know we're we're learning ourselves how to really push this technology right. because like if you look at any console generation you know 360 xbox one mm -hmm. look at the games at the beginning at of the, the generation mm -hmm. and look at the games at the end of the generation and that's just through like the creativity us constantly pushing each other right. us pushing developers developers pushing us us mm -hmm. listening to the community mm -hmm. you know we definitely have a point of view we have a vision on where we want to take uh the platform but the feedback from the community and the feedback from developers directly influence us as well mm. and we'll adjust our plans based on that feedback mm -hmm. because it is a two-way conversation you know we it's really about the experiences that we can deliver and the experiences that you want as players and how do we work together to deliver that on that ultimate gaming experience that's it there, awesome there was something that you guys did that i didn't know that i needed mm -hmm. and that when i actually got it 
I've noticed it uh, in the terms of how it feels. Uh, you guys have made the feel of the games feel different. And I'm talking about the input latency mm. that's inside mm. the controller, right? So uh, we go through uh, controller redesigns and stuff like that to make it more comfortable for your hands and stuff. And, and, and that's the feel of it in your physical hand. But the feel of the game to get that that extra control, I've noticed that it feels more like the well the input latency in the PC was really like sharp, right? So when you go from a PC then you go to console, you felt a little bit of a lag. It felt like a little bit of a lag there. Now that I'm playing, and I've noticed it yesterday when I was playing Destiny, and I was in competitive because this is the first time I'm playing competitive now, right? Mm -hmm. Because I never really felt competitive uh, before. I never really shout felt out, like I was able to, that to have that bowl, unit, PvP yeah bowl. that control. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That 120. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I'm playing now, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel uh, the control of it. So I thought it was just my head. Right? I thought it was just in my head. So I booted up my other Xbox, my older um, Xbox One X, mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and I played it. I said, aha. <laughs> I, I felt it in the controller itself mm -hmm. that the input latency, because I, I was turning, I was like, and maybe to feel the view, but I feel that the, the control that you guys have, have worked on in that, was that a huge thing to get the input mm -hmm. latency down? Because you was talking about working with TV uh, 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 makers, you know, like, you know, certain brands. Mm -hmm. um, was that a huge thing going mm -hmm. in? Yeah, I mean, one of the pillars or one of the tenants we had during development is the power you can see and the power you can feel. Mm. Um, because historically, when you think about console generations, it's about higher resolution, uh, prettier pixels and whatnot. But we, we really wanted to focus on how can we make the actual gameplay experience itself better? Mm -hmm. And that led to things like higher frame rates and support for 120 frames a second. You know, I talked about, you know, helping to influence the HDMI specification to eliminate as much latency between the console itself and the TV or something like auto low latency mode where we can automatically set the TV into its lowest latency yes. mode while you're playing a game. Wow. And then when you exit out of the game, we can return the TV back to, you know, its standard processing. Mm -hmm. And then that also led to uh, dynamic latency input, which was basically how do I make it so as soon as you press that button or as soon as you miss move that stick, mm -hmm. how do we translate to that to the game as quickly as possible? Right. So we were literally through the end end pipeline from the controller through the display shaving milliseconds off every aspect of the end-to-end -end pipeline because that's what's really going to result in that feel that you're talking about yes. um, and especially as you go to high uh, high frame rate games mm -hmm. like latency is critically important so if you are a competitive player or if you want that ultra precise play like mm -hmm. there's a tremendous amount of work through that end-to-end -end pipeline right no wow. tremendous tremendous answer man uh, definitely you feel the difference king you made a great point you know going back to your you know the older platform or even using the older controllers right yeah and you see the difference you like it's like to the point now i'm like damn i can't wait for my my, my, my xbox uh, series x controller to finish recharge so i go back to that level lazy and i know you said the update is coming for the elite and then when we had you on last time for this for the audio auto latency stuff but king makes a tremendous point i wanted to focus back on what you said 
early as far as what the team has been focusing on, what you guys learned. You, you mentioned how you've been working with developers, at you know, getting the feedback and stuff. Now, I got to ask you a tough one because this one has been going mm -hmm. on in the community. And first off, you know, I know you are not a multi-platform game developer. You don't, you're not developing all these games. But And there's many factors involved with game optimization. But there has been a frustration bubbling within the Xbox community in reference to these kind of like these weird anomalies where you see the Series X frame rate on some of the multi-platform titles, like maybe an Outriders demo or Need for Speed, where it's not the whole game, but it's generally like one specific level or one, these little anomalies where, as far as consistency with frame rate performance. So the initial consensus that we heard was that, oh, okay, you know, there the tools have not been developed yet or they're not as advanced yet. And, you know, what I wanted to know is that, is that more of a, because we heard that it was a result of waiting on the full suite for RDNA 2. Mm -hmm. So my question to you, is a multi-part question, do you agree with that? Do you think there are other factors that may be affecting that process with developers not able to basically maximize to the metal of the Series X? And how long may gamers have to wait before these issues are ironed out? Great question. Uh, so, so I think there's kind of three things that you said there. So one is obviously the hardware. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, it was really important to us as we landed the hardware mm -hmm. to make sure that we were able to take full advantage of all the next-gen capabilities. So that meant, you know, we 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 waited a little bit longer to get the development kits out than we ideally wanted to, but we felt like it was important enough to wait for some of those features mm -hmm. because once again, this is the hardware platform for the next minimum seven to ten years. Right. So it like you can't change the hardware after you release it. <laughs> right. So it's critically important to get that out. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing is, is, you know, we work very closely with developers all across the industry mm -hmm. and, you know, the feedback never stops coming from the development community. Mm -hmm. You know, we still are updating our development tools for the Xbox one generation based oh, wow. on feedback. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the complexity of games, you know, we were talking before everything from a new super lucky's tale mm -hmm. to Ori and the will of the wisp mm -hmm. to call of duty or battlefield like every developer every engine pushes the technology in different ways mm -hmm. they write different kinds of shaders right. you know so the more games that actually get built on our platform mm -hmm. that's where we can identify areas that we can improve mm -hmm. areas that we can leverage the hardware in new ways mm -hmm. you know improve our overall developer experience and i think one thing that does get lost um is how hard it has been to make games in 2020 mm, um you know with point. the pandemic you know if you think about it you know a lot of studios have large qa teams right. or they're used to you know working together in the office and whatnot and in many cases the industry was not set up to be able to make some of these games from home good point i'll even good say point. on the platform side like when like friday was one year to the day that the team xbox has been working from home when when the lockdown first happened, we didn't even know how to build our operating system outside of the office because wow. like yeah. that's not something that you do. We don't let the source code of our operating system, yeah. you know, outside or like hardware development. Mm. You know, usually when we're developing hardware, we have engineers at the factories helping to make sure, you know, sussing out problems and identifying right. things. We couldn't do any of that. Now you move that to a game studio and it doesn't matter if you're a small game studio or a large game studio, you're talking about terabytes worth of data, you know, that have to be shoveled around. If you're an artist and you're working on a character, or you're working on a model, 
you know, how do I get that to the engineers who are actually, you know, working on it? And then you think about QA, you know, QA, usually you have large labs and things like that. In a world where you don't have that, sometimes things get missed. Um, so th the thing is, is like, we totally listen to feedback from developers. Uh, we like, like I said, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been spending a lot of time with both our first party studios as well as third party studios, just awesome. listening to their feedback, you know, and what can we do to make it easier to work from home? Where are areas that we can improve, whether it's our shader compiler or our ingestion system, or even just compiler and linker times and things like that. Yeah. And all that feedback, like we release updates, you know, usually monthly or every other month to our developer audience, just based on their feedback. Wow. Um, and not only is it for the games that are coming out in three months or six months, but there's also games that are not this year, 2022, 2023, where we're gonna partner with them for the next couple of years to really make sure the platform is ideally suited for the game that they're planning on building. Awesome answer. And again, you put things in perspective because the thing about it is one, we do forget these systems were developed under very different conditions, right? It's it's even mm -hmm. more than that because if you look at the the let's say the the graphics company, let's say AMD, right? They are launching the GPUs across the board, right? And you guys have the custom GPU that you have, and then there's feature sets that has to get rolled out for these GPUs. So I'm noticing it being released on a stagnant thing and you're doing development tools. Like you said, there's a third console that we don't get a chance That's to uh, engage with, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you guys must engage with this third console to a level that once you engage with it, then you can engage with the consoles that we do have. And it does affect game development right. throughout the industry that those are partners that you are working with so that you have to develop, you have to <laughs> develop on uh, the one we don't see. Mm -hmm. You have to get these tool sets out to the developers to get these games to us. And that pipeline has to be incredibly uh, tough to do so with uh, the stagnant release of certain feature sets. Uh, how are you guys dealing with the certain feature sets that are being released on uh, like, a, it looks like a quarterly type of thing right now? How is that happening? So I think the big thing is, is you really have to understand how game development works. Right. And as a game gets closer to launch, the, the understandably the developer has to minimize risk on what kind of changes they're willing to take later in the development cycle. So some features are very easy uh, to, for a developer to absorb very late in the game. Right. Other features have to be planned potentially years in advance. So that's, that's kind of one of the things is, you know, I'll use an example like variable rate shading. That's one that's relatively easy for a developer to implement. But you also have to understand, like if a game's three months before release or four months before release, that might be too risky for them to take that right. take that change at that right. time. Right. Whereas you look at things like ray tracing as an example, a lot of times that takes a lot of earlier work and a lot, a lot more planning. And then when you talk about even more advanced features, things that impact like IO streaming uh, or how uh, content's actually loaded, like that can have broader implications on developer workflows, how right. the game actually gets packaged, how the game actually runs in real time. Right. So that's why this two-way conversation is really critical. Yes. And it's really identifying what's the right thing for the game and how can we make sure that we're supporting them in the best way. So, and that's why, like I said before, if you look at the games that a launch of a console versus the end of the Good generation, point. you know, 
some of these games have been in development or planning for four plus years so they can try some really ambitious things they can try to think outside of the box whereas a game is if it's halfway through development there's certain things they may aspire to do it just it doesn't make sense from an engineering schedule perspective so to your point it's a very complex matrix but like the way i'll say it is for me I always try to focus on what's right for the game. Not every game is designed to be a visual showcase. Not every game will benefit from ray tracing the same way it will. So if we really understand what the developer's trying to create, we can help them understand, here's how you can deliver that vision on our platform. Mm. Uh, But but it's a constant conversation. And, you know, I've worked with titles a week before they ship, and I've worked with (laughs) titles years Mm. when they're just in conceptual, uh, Mm. that conceptual phase, just because that's the right time to engage with the title. Uh, But it's a constant dialogue. And honestly, that's one of my favorite parts of my job is just working with the best creators across the industry, Mm -hmm. figuring out how do we work together to really deliver on that vision. Right, and I'm glad you said that because you know, when you answered my question in reference to, you know, people were this whole frustration, like, what's going on with, you know, the frame on certain games and multi-platform games yeah. and like that. But people have to realize, you made a good point, you know, this is a constant dialogue with you and the developers, you know what I'm saying, in conjunction with what's going on. And, and you guys are trying to assist them, you know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and as far as what concerns or issues they may be having, you know what I mean? And that, that's a valid point. And again, like you said, in conjunction with, on top of that with a pandemic, on top of that mm. with not normally working under circumstances where you would be in an environment doing these things yeah. as opposed to a remote transfer of idea. Like this is a completely new set of circumstances and gamers do have to understand it. So I'm glad you, you said that. I want to open it up because I know I got more questions, but I want to be fair <laughs> to the rest of my <laughs> lords here. You know, solve an Attic. I know you have some questions for Lord Jesus, so I'll let you guys go too. You want to go first or me? Uh, so you go first. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jason, uh, last time you were here, I asked you about machine learning because to mm-hmm. me, with these uh, with these new consoles, it, it, this is actually the first time ever that I think that the secret sauce is real. Like this, <laughs> that, that I really feel like like something. Uh, it, these 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 machines are capable of doing something that on paper they probably aren't supposed to be able to do. Um, so I'm a big fan of machine learning. And um, so basically on the, the NVIDIA side, they have DLSS. Mm-hmm. And on the AMD side, uh, which is, you know, the Xbox is built on the PlayStation and, and their own GPUs, um, there hasn't been an actual sort of one-to-one comparison in terms of this is what our solution is for machine learning and super sampling. So apparently it has been named, which I didn't realize it was, but it's called something called it's something called Fidelity FX Super Resolution mm-hmm. specifically. And I guess it hasn't necessarily been rolled out because my it's and shout out to Linus Tech Tips because his his impression was that they're waiting for this tech technology to be implemented in all of their GPUs or, or, or the ones capable of it, the newer ones, including next generation consoles. So on the Xbox side do you guys it is this something that you think you'll be implementing directly as this as fidelity fx super resolution or because of the custom nature of xbox hardware it'll be it'll be a custom solution that involves you know the, the guts of what this is um 
I'm trying to think how to answer that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, 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 the Lord's oh, got him in the spot. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he really can't. Is this a way to see question? <laughs> what I will say is we believe enough in machine learning uh, and hardware acceleration of machine learning that we invested in the hardware because we absolutely believe that it can deliver a lot of uh, new next-gen capabilities. I think it's even beyond super resolution though. Super resolution is definitely a very interesting technique. Like you said, NVIDIA has done a tremendous job with DLSS. Uh, and I think there's a lot of interesting opportunities there, but we're also having conversation with developers about how would developers want to use machine learning directly in the game themselves. Correct. So once again, this is just like many things in the system, there's certain things that we can do at the system level and there's certain things that are actually better for developers to go do, and we just provide the building blocks and the tools okay. for them. Mm -hmm. So I will definitely say machine learning is a priority area for us. We're doing a lot of uh, work internally on it. Uh, I won't be able to say specifically what right. features or like <laughs> how things are gonna be used, uh, but I'll say we believe in it enough to have invested in the, the hardware capabilities. Uh, and I think you'll see some really compelling things okay. uh, over this generation through machine learning. So then maybe I shouldn't ask this question, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. So, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just- This guy over here. <laughs> so, this guy here. I know, because so, my question was besides, you mentioned uh, super resolution, right? And I, I, mm. that's that's the, the the use that most people are sort of familiar with. But in, you know, in regards to things like backwards compatibility, FPS mm. boost, um, even we'll talk about a little bit later on with the uh, the upgrades to to xCloud mm -hmm. is 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 uh, machine learning something that can be that can be implemented with those technologies as well sort of work in tandem to continue to improve uh, in terms you know frame rate resolution things like that is that are those two technologies that can work in conjunction with each other so the answer is yes. The challenge with machine learning as a, as a terminology is it's super broad. Right. You know, there's the, there's a lot of cases where like, for example, we can use machine learning on the back end, but it's not actually running in real time while the game's running. Mm -hmm. And then in other cases, there's gonna be cases where the machine is actually doing machine learning in real time based on what's happening. So part of the challenge with answering the question is machine learning as a term is just super broad. Right. Um, so for us, it really comes down to what are the uses of machine learning? How does it actually get used? Whether it's for things like super resolution, if it's things for improved MPC AI, it can even be used in things like animation systems or procedural content generation and whatnot. So there's many different aspects. Um, and that's why it's a little bit hard to answer some of these and, questions. And, and when you say that, do you mean that stuff at the local level, at the machine level? Like when I when I mentioned xCloud, can it, mm -hmm. can it help improve like uh, resolution on, on something that's streaming from a server? Yeah, I mean, machine learning is, you know, to be honest, used a lot more frequently than what people actually think it is, mm -hmm. um, you know, even in things like how do we uh, moderate content or like language within Xbox Live as an example. That's another great example of, you know, how do you take these really large data sets, basically bring them down into something that's more manageable to provide a different user experience. So, so a lot of people get focused on this feature versus this feature. Mm -hmm. What we're really focused on is how can we make the holistic experience better? But, you know, clearly, you know, you mentioned DLSS, like that's a great, concrete example that people can point to and we're definitely you know looking at things like that as well as other techniques even beyond that awesome awesome Fantastic. 
Appreciate the answer. Sound being very difficult, but I was just joking. <laughs> nah, you got, I like it. I like it, brother. I was like, stop it. Nah, sound in his bag. I respect it. I respect it. Because one thing, you know, when we're in here, we're going to ask Jason some tough questions, you know, when we're here. But um, Lord Attic, I know you had some uh, questions in reference to possibly FPS boost, I believe. Yeah, so, uh, Lord Jason, obviously, you know, with um, how, how the great feedback you've got from the FPS boost mode, and you know uh i know that when it comes to like third party stuff you have to go through a lot of you know type of red tape because you have to work with another entity on their game mm -hmm. but in terms of the uh the fps boost mode uh is the team looking to maybe you know expand more into the first party studio games because that's something that maybe to me would have a little bit less red tape and you guys could do mm -hmm. a little bit more easier uh, you know, I actually wouldn't say there's really a lot of red tape around uh, FPS boost. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, our intent is the same as the developer's intent is give, give the best play experience possible. So first and foremost, we have to determine what games will the technique actually work on. Uh, as we've said before, it won't work on every game. Part of it is, is, you know, in some cases, the way the game was originally written, the techniques that we've developed can, you know, sometimes create unintended, un unintended consequences. But once we feel confident that the game is playing better and it's going to be the better playing experience, it's usually a pretty easy conversation with the publisher, mm -hmm. um, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, in some cases, the developer actually wanted their game to run at, say, 60 frames a second. But due to the constraints of the technology at the time, it was too difficult for them to do it. Right. So seeing their game actually running at a much higher uh, frame rate with minimal to no work by a developer. Right. Literally, once we've signed off on it, we provide access to the publisher and we just make sure that they feel confident that they agree with us that this is the premium experience. And then it's usually a pretty easy conversation with them specific to FPS boost. Yeah, and beautiful. plus, you know, it's, it's a lot easier at, coming from their standpoint. You know, developers, publishers, especially developers, you know, they, they put years into their life and they always want their game to run better. Right. Yep. They all, always want the performance to be as the best as it possibly can. And from a publisher standpoint, you know, uh, you guys put, uh, you know, Far Cry 4 into the, into the program. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's easier to sell Far Cry 4 if it's running 60 frames. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs yeah, 2. Yeah, and, uh... yeah no, matter, no matter how old it is. Yeah, yeah they, they, they look at it, they're like, what? We didn't have to pay anything? <laughs> oh, oh, you so on the platform level. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, game pass, they get to see it? Okay. Yes. That was that a conversation with Kirk? Where do we sign? We sign here? Oh, oh, oh thank you, Jason. Thank you. Oh, oh, there's another one on the other page? Okay, I got you. Oh, oh, yes, just, yeah. just to oh, add on, the oh, chat wants to ask something to add on to Addict's question because I'm getting this a lot. I don't I know if you is, – is resolution boost, is that something that you guys will be looking into with back compat titles in conjunction with an FPS boost? Because some, some of the older titles I, – I, I even have a little affection for this question because um, – you know, I, I was a big Tekken 7 fan. I felt like they, they needed a, a resolution <laughs> a boost. boost. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? But again, I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> it could be on the developer side. But I, is that something that uh, you guys may consider or f getting feedback to, for, to the team? Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of invented some techniques with the Xbox One X to actually be able to increase resolution right. uh, with no work by developers. Mm -hmm. So once again, this is the thing that I love about our backwards compatibility team is they're always looking at different ways we can enhance titles. Right. You know, so we have examples of where we've been able to increase resolution. We added auto HDR. We've got yeah. things like quicker zoom. 
and now we have FPS boost. So we really look at it as we have a toolbox gotcha. of different techniques, and then we're constantly building new techniques as well. Mm -hmm. And then it really comes down to different techniques are possible on different games. Mm -hmm. um, but I will also say sometimes, like if you're talking about increasing the resolution, increasing the frame rate, auto HDR, like we're really pushing these games beyond what they were originally designed to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we push them too hard, the games break down. So like, <laughs> you're right, man. You have to you figure out what like... that right balance is. And in some cases, it's going to be better to increase resolution. In other cases, it's going to be better to increase frame rate. And in some cases, maybe we'll be able to do both in parallel. I was watching this. Uh, this thing. <laughs> okay, so. I'm not a developer and I, I'm not an engineer. I'm just a game player. I just play my games. And then I was looking at uh, something about the technology and it, I forgot what this was called. So please help me out here. That it renders only what you see. And like if something is blocked by like a wall or whatever, that stuff is not rendered on that side. So it takes away the the CPU, uh, the pressure Sounds on Sounds like CPU. something people use to put games on Switch. <laughs> oh my, slander! <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying this stuff actually helps out with uh, frame pacing, uh, mm -hmm. all this other stuff. Um, what is that called again? Um, like uh, that, that renders only the stuff that you see and it uh, only... Um, uh, <laughs> CPU is it is it bound and the GPU is only bound by the stuff that you see, not like stuff behind you that you don't see. Does it have to worry about that? Uh, I, f I forgot what that's called. Uh, are you talking about uh, occlusion or like culling? I, I, I think so. Chat, chat is saying multiple <laughs> things. Some people are saying sample feedback streaming. Some are saying mesh shaders. Some I, yeah, I think it's the mesh shaders. VR or VR? Is it VRS? VRS. Some people are saying mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Well, Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the way you're describing it, it sounds like occlusion queries, which basically allows you to determine what you'd actually see, because it doesn't actually make sense to, if you're sitting in front of a wall and there's a tank behind the wall, right. why render the tank if you're never yes. actually going to see it? See. So, that, like, that right there, but, yes. But, but that's one of the foundations of just computer graphics and gaming. It's right. been around for a really long time. And even with that, there's many different techniques you can use to do occlusion and figure out what's actually going to be perceived by the camera. No, the, the, the good thing, what I like about like, you know, the, the practices and the, the tools that you guys are building is I feel like it can have a domino effect where in like five years, developers are building games with these kind of tools in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah absolutely. And, 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 this is, and this is where, once again, that developer feedback is critically important. Mm -hmm. And it's across the entire system. Like, mm -hmm. you know, hearing from audio engineers where you know, they want obviously the audio to sound as best as they possibly can. So that's why we have a dedicated audio hardware block so that they can offload all of that processing right. off of the CPU onto the audio block. And then the gameplay engineers can really focus on how do I leverage the CPU in, in the most efficient way. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's just like, when you think about the complexity of a modern game and how many different disciplines and how much different technology needs to come together, right. like it's seriously like game development is one of the most exciting uh, industries just because it's constantly pushing the boundaries in all these various areas. Right. So, so to speak quickly to the excitement of it, right? Um, I, mean, we, I know we, when we had Bill Stilwell on before, and he talked about you know getting to to back compat, especially you know with the with the with the Xbox One and the One X. Uh, what you know, obviously before lockdown and people were forced to work from home, 
what was the 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 mood like in the room day to day when you guys are, are, are sort of doing this witchcraft and <laughs> figuring this stuff out because i can imagine I, you know you guys are all professionals you guys are all you know sort of trained in this stuff and working on it is there an excitement when you have a breakthrough and people are like oh my god i can't believe this work like is, 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 is that the tone in the room like you guys like just giddy with happiness when you when something works that you never thought in a million years would work or is it just like you know business as usual on to the next thing you have one of oh, those no. questions we, where you we ask totally some... get excited like we geek out as well <laughs> nice. you know because because that's the thing is these are really hard problems mm -hmm. and to really be able to see you know things that we didn't even think was possible is super exciting so you know whether you know i've said this before in other interviews you know one of my favorite things is when i'm working and in a meeting and i'll get an instant message from somebody on the team saying hey we have this really awesome thing or we finally got this working and i'm like show me I want to check it out. I want to see it. And then as soon as we see it, you know, that's then all of a sudden we start talking about, okay, what are the implications of this? You know, if it's something in back impact, how many games could we actually apply this to? Yeah. Or if it's some new technology where it's like, you know, like, so one of my previous roles in Team Xbox, I used to lead the advanced technology group. Mm -hmm. So we did two things in there. One, we were on the bleeding edge of technology. Like we were one of the teams that did the very first implementations of HDR ever on the Xbox One S. And like, I didn't, I had never seen an HDR TV. I didn't really understand how transformative it would be. I didn't know how hard it would be for a developer to implement or to calibrate their content. And the team walked me through a whole series of demos. And then once we really understood what the opportunity was, mm -hmm. then what we did is we looked at the portfolio of games and it's like, what games will really benefit from this and you know in that case like we partnered really closely with the coalition mm. and gears 4 was one of the first games mm -hmm. to really have an exceptional hdr uh implementation oh, yes. yeah. and yeah. then we could use that and then educate the rest of the industry and now once Absolutely. again people are continuing to push those boundaries so we we seriously geek out on it i <laughs> love when a developer comes to us and says here's what i want to do i have no idea how to actually do it and then we go <laughs> off and we're yeah. like okay let's try to figure out how do we do this and just it's that collaboration that really makes these games awesome. Have, so have you ask you one more anything? geeky question. One I, more. No, I just, I just, want, I got one. <laughs> I just, have you ever done something that they didn't know how to do it? Like they, they text you and say, "We got it done," and you was like, "Okay, show me." I don't know how. <laughs> I don't I mean, know it just how happened. It, it just happened. Magic. It's like one of those I conversations you had. Gotten harder. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say the job has gotten harder working from home because before I could just run up to their office and it's like. You know, they'll have a Franken set up and, you know, all these things working in a really interesting way. Uh, at home, sometimes they now come as videos or it's yeah. a little bit harder. But uh, mm -hmm. no, I mean, that's the thing is the team loves what they do. They're constantly pushing boundaries um, mm -hmm. and they like that challenge, which is just, you know, for me, you know, an awesome part of my job. Awesome. Let me jump in. Man. I got a couple. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, you know, quick resume to me is the game changer. And, um, you know, it, in my opinion, it's one of the greatest innovations you guys have done for next gen. It, it, my, my PC doesn't even do it. You know, uh, it's one of those situations where as a game player, I'm able to now finish four to five games because I can do a system update, power the system off, and all these games are still in the state that I left them in, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, my, my question to you is two part is, was the origin of this innovation simply because there was more extra horsepower under the hood that was available resource-wise? And then the second thing is, um, are we gonna get to that point where we have a, maybe a individual queue that we can manage 
and say, okay, these are the games that are in the quick resume state, whether it be full-fledged titles or, um, you know, back and pat. And, okay, you know what? I'm not playing this game, you know, that much anymore. So maybe I can take this out the queue, so to speak, mm -hmm. from a visual standpoint. You know, are we going to get to that? So I just wanted to ask you those two questions in reference to quick resume. Sure. Mm -hmm. So quick resume is really the combination of what the next-gen hardware provides and the unique operating system design that we have. Mm -hmm. One, like quick resume would not be possible without both of those. Right. So, you know, with with Xbox One, we had the ability to kind of like, you know, have the game running in the background. You could pop up, you know, Netflix, YouTube or whatnot, mm -hmm. but we couldn't actually save the game state out fast enough right. without like negatively impacting that player experience. But that's really empowered by the operating system design that we have because we actually run multiple operating systems in parallel mm -hmm. and the new Xbox Velocity architecture with the CPU performance, with the SSD performance, mm -hmm. with things like direct storage. Mm -hmm. So like that's a great example of the integration of hardware and software together mm -hmm. to deliver an experience we've never been able to deliver before. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as we've talked about, you know, Quick resume and kind of the user interface around it is an area that we've gotten feedback since launch. Right. People want to understand a little bit better what's happening. <laughs> they also want a little bit more control, especially for the power users. So that's feedback that we've taken on. The team's looking at various options. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the challenges is how do you, you know, bridge between what I'll say, uh, uh, somebody who is not, say, a power user and somebody uh, that plays all the time. Good point. So, good like, point. we don't want to overcomplicate it, but we've clearly heard the feedback that people want more visibility they want more control and how quick resume actually works right. uh, so we're actively working through various designs and we'll probably have some stuff to share later this year oh. uh, as always this is where i highly recommend if you want to see the latest and greatest get in our insider program yes. because we get a lot of feedback from the insider program mm -hmm. that helps shape how the features actually land oh i'm glad i'm in that because i'm in the alpha and i will, <laughs> I will be clearly participating yeah. in that you know what, so. what's funny is as i was looking at that one like there's like leaderboards in that uh, insider program because i'm in like a couple rings below cognito and i've been like i've been like looking at a score i'm like how did this man even come close to this score? It's like Brother. it's like quadruple to like the fourth power that I am. Look, look, Jason, I am giving feedback every day. <laughs> Don't you, so I'm in that explorer, whatever that icon, that avatar is, one of the highest ones. I'm trying to be in there and give you guys as much feedback. The second question that I, I want to kind of preface King because King wanted to talk about it is um we got to talk about what the Lord's here in the room. We call affectionately Little Man. The series S. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? So we love the series S. We're big fans of it. You know what I'm saying? I do have to ask a tough question in reference to, you know, one of the things that you guys brought out, it was like, you know, it was touted as definitely the 1440p machine. It was still capable of doing 120 frames per mode. But I, I, we did see an instance where I believe it was the um, Metro Exodus dev. And um, he basically wanted to, he wanted to, he was concerned as far as his development, you know what I'm saying, as far as a possible four teraflop GPU bottleneck. Right now, he said that they were able to work around some things, but not some things were not to his liking yet. And they're still working around with their title as far as Metro Exodus. So my question to you, Lord Jason, again, I know you're not a developer. I know every game engine is different. I, this is not, you know, any indictment on the series as anything like that. But my mm -hmm. question to you is that, like, you know, we, we love the series as we want it to succeed. So, like, is this the same situation where, you know, we've got to, you guys got to get developers and work with that feedback with developers with the S, you know, because more than likely, you know, that's going to be, as King says, you know, the dominant platform maybe down the road as people 
enter into the ecosystem to to kind of focus to get these issues resolved with developers or any concerns they may have with their game engines yeah like we said before you know developer feedback is critical to us and you know as an example what tools can we provide to help them understand the performance differences between a series s and the series x or how are they mem uh, managing memory as an yes. example and are there more and uh, more uh, easy ways or more beneficial ways that they can kind of manage between the two consoles and and this is learning for us and it's also learning for developers as well so mm -hmm. you know that feedback we listen to all feedback both you know the positive feedback as well as the constructive feedback mm -hmm. and then we take that on and you know that helps inform when we bring certain features online mm -hmm. because the worst thing that we can do is like for us to get really excited about a feature in the future, but a developer's really struggling with a challenge that they're facing right now. Right. So getting that feedback helps inform kind of our roadmap and our plans. Right. Uh, but it's definitely an area that we've gotten some feedback from developers uh, for. We've responded to a lot of that feedback already, but it's a, it's that constant dialogue. I feel you. And I love that you guys do take that, 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 that feedback. And you guys, again, it seems to be, a, the theme that you're promoting is this constant dialogue and, mm -hmm. and, and working together so that guys can iron out these any little you know issues and again like you said you make good points you know early in launch you know games in the beginning of the cycle <laughs> if you look at generations as a whole of across our, our consoles you know those titles don't necessarily reflect what the end game later in the generation how these things evolve in advance so thank you yeah, for hey, answering that i have a question what i like um mm -hmm. right so Sarvin talked about secret sauce, right? Because I love Little Man, right? Trust me mm -hmm. when I tell you this. My son has a little man. I got a little man inside the bedroom, and I got that premium experience inside uh, the living room, and I got a little man downstairs. All right, so, um, and and downstairs, I have a uh, 1080p television, right? Mm -hmm. so Any I pay for it, nobody's buying this TV, so I'm stuck with this 77-inch <laughs> 1080p television, but little man loves it, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hell yeah, man. But it does 120, which is Ooh. crazy. It's absolutely bananas. Little man is tearing it up. So um, <laughs> he loves this. This is environment, yeah. right? All right. So with all these, uh, you, you said you have a tool set, right? Um, mm -hmm. As far as the toolbox, metaphorically speaking, <clears throat> excuse me, and you know, VR, SS, and high fidelity, and all that other stuff. This is where little man gets to shine, I think, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because all that stuff is available to the Series X. And mm -hmm. they can do 4K packages as far as textures go and stuff like that without really constraining. Uh, and you guys got the CPU to almost mirror the X, mm -hmm. X and with the S. And that was really the achievement, I believe, you know, because everybody's yeah. worrying about the four teraflop yeah. performance, that but CPU you don't need identical. Almost all of that performance. You don't need 12 teraflops to achieve what Little Man is trying to achieve with all the secret sauce and tool sets that you do have in your hands. Now, as development tools do mature, because I don't think that is a concern with Little Man as far as holding back the platform. This is what they say. Oh, this one will hold back because if they develop just for this, they won't use the potential of that right was the cpu the the main thought going in making sure that it was able to perform the calculations that the series x was doing so therefore it could be parity where it comes across with the games because resolution like you said can be scaled uh textured maps yeah. uh can be uh you know downsized as far as for 1440p or 1080p uh and frames per second and stuff like that was the cpu the key part in getting that to closely mirror the series x 
I would actually say it's across the board, but like the two main areas are the CPU and the Xbox Velocity architecture. Right. Those were critically important because if a developer is going to take a, a bet on next generation IO performance, we want that exact same performance on the Series S that we have on the Series X. But even with the GPU as well, it was important to us to have all the same features that are in the Series X on the Series S. So that if a developer wanted to use variable rate shading, they can use it on the X and the S. If they wanted to do ray tracing, they can do it on the X and the S. And even the, the machine learning and the AI, uh, the inference acceleration, like we have the exact same features that are in the Series X and the Series S, because as a developer, just knowing that I have that, it gives them more confidence that I can bet on this technology because I know it's in both of the consoles. Right. So it, it was really like, and that's why we say it was a foundational decision when we made the decision to launch with two consoles, mm -hmm. because it really influenced the design of the hardware, the design of the operating system, the design of the development tools. Um, if we made this decision two years in development or post-launch, it would have been a lot harder to give that kind of common platform for developers. Right. So that was a critical decision just mm. very early in the program. Yeah, oh, okay. that, that was tremendous. That we, we definitely love that aspect. I want to get Addict in and Saul before we move on because I know we got some more stuff to talk about topic-wise. So Addict, I think uh -huh. you went to jump in or Saul, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Um... Man, uh, King, King, uh, <laughs> he forgot. Yeah, no. King, talk about little man. Oh, forgot you. My, uh, yeah, King is all technical today. Time. I had COVID the <laughs> last time. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's true. King missed Jason last time, so he did yes, have sir. a lot to say. I apologize. So, yeah. I just have one more like real geeky question because I know J Jason mentioned that he was working on HDR stuff uh -huh. before he even had access to <laughs> an HDR. Like he before he even had the the display technology to know kind of exactly what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and. It, you know, when, when you compare how HDR is sort of uh, achieved in in photography, it's it's really just taking like you know thousands of of the same sort of ex different exposures of the same frame and just layering them one on top of each other, so you get like a a, a, satur a, a natural saturation. Is that how it works in terms of of, of games and, and and movies and stuff like that, or is it totally different? Do you achieve HDR differently? Um, I mean, it's really about color space and the color gamut and managing contrast. I mean, I could get into total geek territory. With <laughs> that, that's where I like PCI to be. Yeah, and totally BT 2020 and whatnot. Right. I mean, ultimately, it's really about the contrast and it's about, you know, the brightness, the number of nits that you can put in the right. right. And that's why fire feels more vibrant. Lasers feel that much more punchy. And then just the darks or, you know, it's really about that contrast. So mm -hmm. a lot of it like really is part of the content creation process and mm -hmm. really designing for HDR. Um, but, you know, we were talking about machine learning as an example. Auto HDR uses an ML based model where we actually trained it on a wide set of, set of uh, source data so that we can actually apply a tone mapper to actually bring out the HDR colors without changing the fundamental color the fundamentals space. of the yeah and shifting the color space that's that's kind exactly. of that's, pretty that's awesome. insane that's insane because so yeah actually I lost my train of thought but you just you, you just right? <laughs> you blew me away <laughs> you blew me away with that one Lord oh, so, oh, okay, so, okay, so. Dolby Vision so mm -hmm. we haven't yet seen the implementation in games 
have you personally seen anything implemented yet you know behind the scenes and you're like wow it's it, it takes it to another level so, as opposed to hdr 10 no he doesn't have to tell me what it is have you seen level. that exclusive thing that we have not seen yet <laughs> yes. if it's another level beyond what hdr 10 is showing us right now because uh, you know That's we good. still haven't reached 12 we haven't reached 12 bit color yet in in these panels so we, mm. we're not even able to hit the the top of the top with hdr so is is Dolby Vision really taking it up that extra step? So the way I can't say what I've seen internally. Thank no, no, you, thank you, Lord Jason. I didn't ask. Thank you, Lord Jason, for checking Lord Saul pushing boundaries. I did not say what have you seen. I said have you seen anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's pushing it. We all again. So good, good, Jason. That's, that's the last I, time we I, let Saul go I, off. The, off I, the I've seen lots of things internally that I'm very excited for everybody to see later this year. Awesome, you. awesome answer, Lord. With Dolby Vision. Moving on from Dolby Vision. I'm a get at it. I'm a I'm gonna do a little icebreaker because they, they they've been throwing some some spirit bombs at you, man. Yeah. This year, this year, Jason, what what's the game that you're hyped for? Uh, not all games that are releasing this year have been announced. So, uh, oh, no, I, I wasn't talking see, like you that. See, you see, you, you guys get mad at me. Never mind, Saul. We, we like, we like that game. one. We, <laughs> we like that exclusive. Look at you guys putting a, like, like a little bit into nothing. I was no, the Attic, you good. You good. We like this. No, no, no. I wasn't asking no, him what's coming out. Attic. Attic. That was the greatest. That was the greatest question you just did. The fact that he answered it like that. Yes. See, yeah. This is what happens when I, I butter. I butter like him up first. This is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, we turned on quick. No, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> oh my goodness! See, and, and I get the flag, Jason. I get flag. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing really bad. It was just a great question with a phenomenal oh answer. Oh my god! <laughs> Last He's question. Like, Hold up. I can't tell you because all the stuff ain't been been announced. I love that. That was dope. That was dope. Final question. I think this was one of our one of our long neck questions. And before we we get Jason out of the hot box of the state of the series, I know right. We have him in the hot box. (laughs) We got to get him out of here. But the last one was just uh, a personal thing. Like what technical aspect of uh, Series X do you feel will have the most impact on new games moving forward through the generation? Um. For me, I think it's, uh, I think King talked about it earlier, how games play differently mm-hmm. and enabling new kinds of games that we've never had before. So to me, that's really the Xbox Velocity architecture is really going to open up a lot of new opportunities and, you know, transformative gameplay experiences. Mm-hmm. Clearly the CPU performance and then just really kind of pushing those boundaries with next generation visuals. Um, you know, we're just scratching the surface of what's actually possible with these next generation consoles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just think just in general, like the thing that gives me confidence and the thing that excites me is I think back because I started just shortly after the 360 launch and to think about that night and day difference between launch and the end of the generation, same thing with Xbox One. And, I, you know, the thing is, is because it's a very creative industry, like there's entire new genres of games that are probably being thought of right now that I don't even know about right now. And it's like when those ideas come to fruition, you know, it's just, it's amazing to see the creativity in the industry and what we can do to really empower them. So I think for me, you know, I play a lot of large, you know, large open world, world epic scale games and stuff like that. And just to really think about like, 
technology is no longer the barrier. Now it's about, do they have the tools? Do they have the resources? Do they have, you know, the creativity to really push those games even further? So I'm just, I'm really excited. I mean, I can't be more excited by the games that have already released, but definitely some of the games that are still in development. Uh, you know, I think everybody's, as gamers, this is a great time to be a gamer just because, you know, we are at the beginning of this next generation and yeah. there's just huge opportunity coming forward. You know what I love right now is because um, I was kind of sad with the Xbox One X. I, I didn't think that it actually achieved its full potential uh, being because you didn't launch it with the Xbox One, right? And I, I believe that the mid-gen gen refresh uh, for both consoles uh, uh, makers was kind of a mistake in my opinion the reason why it, it didn't really get to fulfill the potential of both consoles i didn't think the the playstation pro or the uh, xbox one x actually delivered on whatever the promise was it was a, a great thought a great you know to to fix a lot of the beginning uh ails this generation what i've noticed is you guys have uh, firmly planted your feet into where you want to go. And I believe that the Series X uh, will achieve its potential by the end of its life cycle, because uh, I thought the mid-gen refresh was, uh, it, it kind of stagnated it because it was actually held back uh, from the previous uh, generation hardware iteration of it. Now with this, uh, do you do you believe with all the stuff that you got coming, all these stuff that you have in the background that I'm not asking you to talk about, but do you believe that the Series X will achieve its potential? You know, because we we uh, have high expectations for it when we saw what it was capable of doing, like you know the 12 teraflops, and I don't know we get caught up in metrics and numbers, right? But um, as far as the potential of of you know this the premium experience do you believe that we will achieve the potential of the premium experience in its lifetime yeah i mean absolutely i mean like i said I, the team couldn't be prouder of what we've delivered you know we really set a super solid foundation for this entire generation and you know it's just that back and forth with developers and just really understanding where they want to go right. you know and, and that really helps inform what we're doing you know, when you think about, you know, the Xbox One X, like that's also a console that I was involved in the launch of, and I'm super proud of that, yes. you know, but, you know, doing something in the middle of a generation, like we learned a tremendous amount from the Xbox One X, such as yeah. how do developers scale their games across two different hardware profiles right. that informed how we designed the Series X and the Series S. Mm -hmm. We also learned from the Xbox One X where like they could really deliver great 4K graphics but they were still facing challenges with load times yeah. as an example mm -hmm. or things like that. So like, you know, one of the biggest things in this industry is be humble and learn and mm, listen. Right. Like that is the most important thing because, you know, we clearly have a point of view. We understand where we want to take the technology, but it's really about the experiences that we can deliver on this platform. So it's just really making sure that we're, we listen, we learn from kind of where people are struggling and then we adjust where we can and that's the thing is that's why it's so critical to have that strong hardware foundation because everything builds on top of that. And, you know, on the software side, you know, we have some world-class engineers who, you know, they want to make the hardware push it in different ways that they, they've never thought possible before. Right. So I just like, for me, like I said before, I think launch was the end of the beginning. 
now in many ways like the hard work starts of like how do we really deliver and i would even challenge instead of achieving its uh, its potential i really want to exceed the potential mm, of what yeah. we have in the hardware um and it's just you know we're just getting started awesome Thanks. brother we're excited man thank you for surviving the state of series <laughs> x topic because we put this brother on the hot seat you know, it's it's we really very hard did. to navigate questions you know because mm. again we are fans right uh mm. And you know, with that fandom come fanatics. Uh, but we also are fans of the the, the hardware, the software mm-hmm. of where we're going with the industry, mm-hmm. and in tempering our expectations with these questions for you. Right. You know, because again, you know, we we definitely have to respect everything that goes into this. Yeah. I know a lot of questions that people may want us to ask, we will not ask. Right. We cannot ask, but we you know respectfully we can't. But we also uh, you know love all of work and stuff that you guys yeah. are doing i really do i mean i really love little man i didn't think i was gonna love him as much as i do <laughs> um because i really thought it was gonna be you know series x or or bust and um when i was online i had a chance to get both uh both series x's at the same time but i gave up one of my series x's to a, a kid that was online and his mother put him online i was with um my girl at the time watching you know the, over the kid until he was able to get his spot in line and i gave him my ex and i took the s because he would have you know just mm-hmm. got that and i was like whatever you know i'll just hold He's on like to i got s. six in the car we're fine yeah, <laughs> but when i got the s at home that's when the true magic started and i i, I interact with the s a lot and i'm seeing it's the same thing as I, that, that i have upstairs that mm-hmm. i'm playing and i'm like okay so it's really no difference in it's 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 just been a real magical thing with it. So I do appreciate all the hard work it, it, you guys are doing over there. And man. I do want to point out, uh, Lord Ronald is like we have a friend. His name's Will Scream. He, mm-hmm. He's a big PC person. And yeah. Like he got an S and he loves it. Like yeah. he he plays. Mm-hmm. He, he loves like the the backwards compatibility. He loves Game Pass. Like mm-hmm. that's the audience that you guys are really targeting for is people that you know have been, haven't been in the Xbox ecosystem in years and. You know, for $300, it's like, you know, my yeah. friend BG at Weaponwood, like, that's an impulse buy. Like, mm-hmm. you walk to the store really and be is. like, oh, he's like, man, you know what? I got nothing to do at home, especially with the pandemic. He's like, oh, this is $300. Let's try this. Moving on. All right, King, doing too much. Moving on. <laughs> thank you, Lord there. Jason, for, for again, for, for your... One thing we want to ask, uh, thank you again for your transparency. You know what I'm saying? In reference to... Yeah, I don't think that's another thing that, you know, right. Microsoft's really transparent with everything that goes on in the company in terms of Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think as a community, we're really appreciative that you guys are willing to talk to us and sit here with us two hours because it's mm-hmm. not, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, in other aspects of the, uh, the community, it, it's difficult to get right. anybody from other platforms to talk Correct. to us. Correct. Um, so we thank you for that because it, that's, you, it, that really means a lot. Absolutely. Well, and, and I mean, I'll reflect that back on you guys as well. Like, I appreciate you guys having us on. And, you know, as much as we joke about hard questions or whatnot, the feedback from the community makes us better. You know, so like we really appreciate it. You know, we appreciate the support. You guys are really the ones who enable us to do what we love and work in this industry that we love. So, you know, keep the feedback coming. We're constantly listening. You know, even in this conversation, I can't answer every question, but trust me, we hear all the feedback. 
you know, Cog, you mentioned you provide a lot of feedback on the insider program. Mm -hmm. We look at that feedback every single day and the team really takes it to heart. So, you know, I appreciate the positivity. I appreciate the constructive feedback Mm because it makes us better. That's awesome. Well, you know, that, that was the biggest, that was one of the big, you know, pillars that, you know, me and Cognito King and soft, we built this because we wanted a place where, it was developer friendly because I feel like a lot of the times people like you looking at developers like a figure like they don't exist they just make the games and they don't respect them as human beings and we wanted to bring that back it's like look like you know regardless how you feel about anything about a game about a platform about you know anything it's like at the end of the day these are human beings making facts and and they're they're people too yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the thing we got to remember. Now, Soft King, I just want to out of respect for you two, um, as far as the uh, the cloud and the best shaders, do you want to just do a quick, quick hitter and then we roll out? Or it's, I'll leave that up to you two. Those are your uh, two topics. Yeah, absolutely. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, um, okay. yeah, we could do that. In respect of Lord Jason, if he if he has uh, so still some time just for those final sure. two quick hitters. All right, cool. All right so awesome. I've, I've, I've noticed that uh, Microsoft have did, done the rollout on the um, what the HoloLens has turned into with the uh, Microsoft Mesh and the uh, implementations across the boards. Like I said, the two-prong approach, uh, I see the VR is being married with it as well, Mm -hmm. that it's versatile. Like we thought it was just like a a one-trick pony, but no, I've I've noticed that now you can interact with a VR headset, uh, with a controller, with uh, all over, everything is all inclusive Mm -hmm. and you can be in two places at one time as far as your hollow self like your hologram um in doing this uh broad um how can i say this broad spectrum Mm -hmm. of uh versatility with it when it comes into certain parts of the industry Mm -hmm. my main question is uh will those uh implementations be uh brought to the gaming space Mm -hmm. And just to, before before you answer, Jason, just to, to set it up, because King I, King educated me on this. I didn't even know about Microsoft. I, when he said Microsoft Mesh, I was thinking, oh, we're going to talk about Mesh shaders. <laughs> so I, he was like, no, and he laughed at me. So I'm like, what is he talking about? And then I, I just saw it, and I just wanted the thing that was pretty jaw-dropping about it, it was like almost like this hologram technology, 3D capture technology, creating a hologram of each person. And I think you guys call it hollow teleportation. And yeah. then it's all running on top of Azure. And to King's point, which I saw, it, it was kind of like, I would say like a makeshift demo, like a, a, a proof of concept, mm-hmm. which was, I don't know if you've seen this, it's just crazy, where like it was, they, they were doing like um, Pokemon Go, it, like this yeah. mixed reality kind of thing. And again, which showed that they, there was a potential for aspiration in the game space. So I just wanted to know, I don't know how, how much you've either worked mm-hmm. with those teams or seen that team at Microsoft and what's your thought process on it, Jason? Because I, Lord King educated me on this. I had no idea about this. Yeah, I think that's a great example, like I was talking about with Microsoft Research. You know, one of the benefits that we have in a company of this size is we can learn from other divisions and we can share technology with them. So the HoloLens team, it's a team that I meet with semi-frequently to kind of understand where they're pushing the technology. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said before, we're always thinking about, okay, how would we apply this to games? You know, you mentioned like a Pokemon Go. I need my Yu-Gi-Oh game, man. I need my Yu-Gi-Oh game. (laughs) Continue, Um, Jason. You know, like there's examples of, you know, this notion of spatial anchors and presence, like knowing where you are in the physical world. So 
you know, nothing to announce now, but definitely something that we keep tabs on. Mm. Uh, and we, when the technology is ready or if we can come up with a compelling experience around it, yeah. uh, you know, that's one of the benefits that we have in a company of this size. Dude, it's, it looks awesome. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely a fan of the uh, oh. augmented reality stuff. I'm sorry, I guess awesome. No, no, no. Quick, just quickly on the on the dev side of it, not not the actual final applications that that, that a consumer would see, but on the dev side because you mean my Yu-Gi-Oh game. Yeah, because, <laughs> exactly a Yu-Gi-Oh game. Um, but don't because... don't hate on me because I want to see blue eyes and all its glory. <laughs> <laughs> but because of the the people working from home, has this been implemented in any way to sort of uh, facilitate development? across the board, whether it be on, on the gaming side or, or, or the app side, has this been utilized internally to sort of make things easier? The Microsoft Mesh technology? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, right now, <laughs> like, nope. right now it's still super early. It's still, you know, they're still figuring out exactly how to make everything work and, and whatnot. So mm -hmm. I think it's too early to, to kind of have that impact. Could okay. it end up there? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, the important thing, like we we talked about earlier, is like when is the right time to engage in some of this? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's you know sometimes the technology needs to mature a little bit more. Mm -hmm. In other cases, you know, hey, it's it's a good idea and concept, but then when you actually try to do it, mm -hmm. it doesn't land as well. So I think it's just definitely something that we're continuing to collaborate with them on and learn from. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, nothing to announce yet. <laughs> Soft thinks you're all in the house with Hololens. <laughs> no, but no, it's you. You're only thinking about HoloLens, right? But Time. Look, look at everything else. Look at everything else that it includes, right? It includes it's beautiful. Phone, includes a tablet. Includes it's other. Beautiful. Includes other headsets. So HoloLens mm -hmm. is probably the, the highest end version of what. Yeah, it, it, it but is. I saw also saw they had avatars mm -hmm. of people that had VR. VR. On. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that so was cool. It, it was, and they was all interacting in the same spatial, mm -hmm. uh, like you said, spatial awareness. You know, just, like grounded into <laughs> to this uh, mm -hmm. this this area. It was just amazing to I me, just, I and I thought the technology my, was insane. I love how Microsoft is just going. It, it's looking to be ubiquitous across so many different yeah. avenues of, of, of sort of providing content. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Like, it, you, you look at Game Pass, you look at xCloud, you look at this, mm -hmm. and it's like there's nowhere that they're not. Like, yeah, yeah. And let me beautiful. let me transition you to this the final yeah, one because yeah. we got it. We got to spend Jason's time. Um, solve transition right right into what you just said. You know, what I'm saying well, again this them pushing themselves out and the rumor right of yeah yeah oh here like, here I go here again. you go again breaking <laughs> NDAs and getting Jason in trouble. Let's go for it. <laughs> no, anyway, no. I, again, uh, so Jason, I, I there is an article that I found on uh, nine to five Google. Shout out to Windows Central as well. Shout out to Windows Jason Central just, as well. Just caught it. Yeah. Um, but as yeah, well. they talked about the possibly the beginnings of the of of sort of moving away from the 720p uh, sort of uh, oh, blades yeah. blades that aren't X Cloud and moving towards uh, integrating Series X into the back end of, of X Cloud servers and then moving up that that actual resolution to 1080p. Um, what what can I say? I, this is exciting to me mm -hmm. because uh, when you look at you know the That's things what that it is, he just keeps geeking yeah, out. I, I'm <laughs> geeking out on this stuff because again, this is stuff that I, I was you know at, speaking you? to King. Like we yes. were at the forefront of on live. I was there in the very beginning when I was. I playing, still got mine. I, exactly, I was playing soupy looking uh, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and, and 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 to see this continue to move in a way that's tangible. Obviously, we've had. Stadia and things like that. But what's most exciting about what xCloud is doing is that it feels like something that's feasible, 
the way you guys it's presented as 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 a choice so it's not forcing people to utilize it mm -hmm. and in doing that it gives you guys the opportunity to to grow the technology at your pace um and just to see it at 1080p and and yes. running at 60 frames yes. per second and, and what we can expect from that from the future is it is really heartening to me because there are a lot of people that uh you know don't want to see this succeed they see it as the downfall of gaming as we know it and and i don't see it that way i really don't see it that way mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting um and, and i hope it that is it is the case that this stuff is happening right yeah <laughs> i will say that okay. so to, to what jason could possibly talk about <laughs> oh because we, we want to protect him here um i agree with solve you know it, it it definitely excites me you know i i believe what solve is saying is uh, true as far as uh market penetration for screens and different devices and and, and the, the i think the 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 cool thing is us being one of the first to kind of test the technology king when we were you know, at, at E3 and, and seeing, you know, streaming from a data center 400 miles away. Insane. And insane <laughs> and, and the lack of latency and, and it, was, it just felt beautiful in our hand. But one thing that your competitor did, which is, you know, now they're kind of getting out of the game, which they did, which is, um, you know, having it on PC and having it, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about like mm -hmm. now having it on TV screens where you need a little bit higher fidelity. You can kind of get away with that on a smaller screen. But right. now, you know, we've heard, we've seen the that you guys have now almost are, appear to be in the testing phases for certain groups to test out this technology at these higher resolutions. And I think that's going to attract, in my opinion, mm -hmm. more people to now put xCloud and streaming in their home, their their PC, you know, mm -hmm. on a like maybe a television app. You know, I know you guys have to deal with Samsung and stuff like that. You know, I'm just thinking of the, the possibilities and things that you said earlier about there are some gamers who will never buy a console in certain regions mm -hmm. and, th and things of that nature. So now for them to have these this access, whether it's mobile and all these different screens, and even the the i the iTunes, I mean iTunes, the the Apple thing that you guys were able to get over by now imp implementing it in a browser. Right. So, again, what you can speak to, <laughs> you know, saying mm -hmm. this kind of stuff excites us. So I just, you know, the floor is yours in reference to, you know, xCloud streaming and potential, you know, improvements. Yeah. And, and I think you guys covered it well. I mean, for us, it's exciting. I'm really excited by what the xCloud team is doing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, when we designed the Series X and the Series S, we thought about the cloud in mind. And I think for us, I think where a lot of the dialogue kind of gets messed up online is it's an either or and it's or mm -hmm. it's and mm -hmm. you know in some cases for me as, as a gamer you know you know back when i could travel and i was traveling around meeting developers all around the world like i would travel with people that would bring a console with them <laughs> yep. you know and and so like to be able to not have to do that and to be able to just play on your laptop and just pick up and play exactly where you started and stuff like that mm -hmm. that provides a lot of new opportunity and then there's a whole other series of gamers who maybe would never actually buy a console. Yep. So it's how do we welcome more people into the ecosystem? And that could be on a phone, it could be on a PC via a browser. So we're really excited by where the cloud's going. And I will definitely say we see the cloud uh, as part of our ecosystem mm -hmm. as we're moving forward. And I think as a platform designer and as a platform developer, it's how do I make that as easy as possible for a developer? And that's why you're seeing as many games as we have already up and running in xCloud. Right. And then the technology is just going to continue to get better and better. Just like we're talking about the feedback that we get on the console side, we get the same feedback on the PC, and we also get feedback from both players and developers on xCloud. Right. And that feedback helps define our roadmap on where we go. So 
I think we're all in on the cloud. I think we're excited by the cloud. It's just, it's an and, it's not an or. Nice, Thank nice you. point. I'm glad you said that. Because again, like Soft said, there's just, there was this fear, you know, oh, it's going to take over and we're, you know, that kind of thing. But the reality, it's it's an option, it's an and. And, and that's an giving and you it, more options and more. And I'm it sorry, just Soft. becomes more known. It just becomes more and more compelling as, again, like if you give somebody on live and it looks the way it looks, it's not compelling mm -hmm. when you now when you when you give them that's something that's comparable to their television at home and it's actually working in that fashion. Mm -hmm. Now you have a very compelling well, argument. Well, well, how, well, how I feel and, and what I'm hearing, what Jason is explaining, and, and, and this is what I love the most. Like he said, it's an and. Yep. Right. If you have Game Pass Additive. Ultimate, mm -hmm. you know, you can, you know, have the nap and you could be standing at the bank or mm -hmm. at the doctor's oh, office. I use it at the doctor's or, office all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. at, at, wherever. And you can you can still game. You don't have to and I've done this. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in a conversation with my friends online in a chat and then I was able to take that same conversation when I jumped into the car and just jumped on the app. Now, extending from the Xbox Live aspect of it, when I was at the dentist, I'm sitting there and I was playing Destiny trying to get it through this one part. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can do that from here. Yep. I didn't like the controls. So what I did was I went to the Xbox store and I ordered the Razer. Got that uh, Kishi, baby. <laughs> yes. So it turned it into an actual portable situation. So like you were saying, a lot of you guys are going on trips or going to conferences or, you know, going away from um, home uh, on your travels. Mm -hmm. And you would throw your console in your bag. Thank God for little man. He's smaller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now all I get... All I have to do is like just take my attachment yep. from my phone. Yeah, right. And, right. Just, and, and, so and then you have an and. And, and, yeah, and, and then you have again the, the, the addition of the of now the PCs, you know, the, the PC stuff coming down the pipeline. Where if you don't want to use, mm -hmm. you know, over the air internet, you're gonna you can ha you can have a a, a wired connection. Yep. Um, there's there's finally solving the the, the Apple conundrum, mm -hmm. and that's gonna be happening soon. Like it, it, it's the. The ubiquity yeah. of it is 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 kind of crazy, man. Let's yeah. let Jason let's out get, of here. Let's so get Jason. Yeah, we got to get about yeah. it. So and we can, you know, yeah. have a a conversation for you guys. That, you know, Jason's not a part of it. He doesn't have to <laughs> worry about this stuff. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Let's get the poll on it. We'll, we'll get him out. So uh, yes, yeah, sir. we got the final poll uh, of Long Neck. It's gonna be actually it's up right now on BoardsGaming.net and IOP. So uh, which aspect of Xbox backward compatibility enhancements has you most excited regarding game preservation? The choices are A, more FPS boost enabled titles. B, more resolution based increases with optimization. C, adding more highly requested games to the program. Or D, I don't care until all those Bethesda games are added. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> Shout out to Lord Jason Ronald of the platform team of Team Xbox rocked out with us entirely gaming history and on the hot seat with our new state of the series program. An honor to have you back in the realm, sir. Tremendous insight. You dropped a lot of knowledge again, and we want to thank you for the transparency. Where can the fine people find you? What else you got going on that you may want to talk to the realm about? So I think most people know, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at jronald. Uh, I try to respond when I can, uh, answer any questions that people have. Uh, can't answer all the questions, uh, <laughs> but I do my best where yes, I can. Solve. Um, <laughs> 
And, and to be honest, I just want to say thank you to you guys again. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Appreciate everything that you guys do for the community. Yes. And please don't hesitate to keep that feedback coming to us because it really matters to us. And it really does influence where we go. So just thank you guys very much. Appreciate you, man. And again, one thing about Xbox that I I got to say to you guys is the transparency. You know, a a lot of people, you know, don't realize, you know, a a lot of these people, these game creators and in the industry that we love and stuff like that, and it's no disrespect to anybody, it's rare that you can, can touch them. It's rare that you can have this kind of dialogue. And we really appreciate that about Xbox. We appreciate that about you, the entire team, all you guys, because you guys don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So salute to the team. Keep up the good work. We appreciate the taking the constructive criticism as well. And, and we look forward to more updates and things of that nature. Lord Addict and Lord Sov, Lord King, anything you want to say to Lord Jason before he heads out? Um, and, yeah, you guys go ahead. I'll finish out. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say, uh, you know, we we started this podcast. You know, we've been going along. And, you know, it, it's people like you guys. It's people like Bill Stillwell. It's people like, uh, you know, in the industry. You guys come on our platform. You give us, you know, you give us your time, which I, bottom of my heart, I appreciate every one of our industry guys for their time because. You know, you guys help elevate us to another level to where, you know, we, we can get more voices. Right. We can we can be a bigger influencer and you know, we could spread, you know, the the IOP theme that we've built from the ground up mm-hmm. because of people like you. And I, I wanna I wanna thank you for that, uh Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord Saul. Um, I just wanted to uh, once again, like thank you so much for joining us because I think Attic couldn't put it better. Like the fact that that you guys are willing to talk to us and have these conversations with your with with your fans um means a lot means a lot in terms of where we're happy where we to spend our dollars and and spend our time gaming so it it's absolutely amazing that you guys do this and uh i look forward to 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 having you on uh, more times um really quickly i just wanted to read a couple of super chats that directly address you i'll do that before you go yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay um Jason Ronald needs a, a, a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Because I would see him at FanFest and mm-hmm. I would, you know, say hi and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's when everybody's walking around with the chip and we're, we're talking mm-hmm. or whatever. And we really just didn't really just bother about games. We talk about whatever, great beard and mm-hmm. how you're feeling and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, when we were having you on the show, I was anticipating that day so much and I was just coughing at a level that I thought I was gonna throw a lung up and I would have just been a terrible host. And um, I I was just like, you know, uh, it it bothered the hell out of me. But then when I got your DM and you were like, yo, just, you know, hoping that you're okay and stuff like that, that went way further than just this. You understand? It, it, It really hit me like I'm like man he really even cared to even hit me with a DM to say you know I hope you feel better and stuff like that and I, I was more apologetic <laughs> that I missed you <laughs> and you sick like, <laughs> you said uh well it gives me a chance to come back when you get better yes thank you mm-hmm. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time I you really don't understand how much that means mm-hmm. 
because we see uh, the plastic boxes, we cap for the plastic boxes, yeah. but then there's there's people, actual tangible people, yes. that actually you know you know Bill still will. Mm -hmm. I mean that's my guy. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you guys really touch us, and um, that's why I bleed green. That's why this green patch. Is <laughs> Here it comes, <laughs> right? Because uh, it's 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 a difference. And that difference is felt. And I do appreciate everything that you guys do, all the hard work. Even Larry, as I'm walking through the crowd, he yells out, yo, Bronx. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's little things <laughs> yeah. like that, that that means a lot to me. So mm -hmm. you guys have heart and y'all all the community. Y'all love the community. You hear, you know, mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, it's, it's the little things. And I do appreciate you. Thank you for your time so much. Thank you. No and, and Jason, before you leave, I want I want to farewell you with this <laughs> one question. All right. Oh, no. What, what, well, no, 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 no. It's nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. What's better, Final Fantasy VI or Seven? Oh, oh God, no! Jeez. <laughs> right, you guys laid a trap with me with the whole mess. Oh yeah, I got you last time. <laughs> I'm not gonna play you. Good, trap. smart <laughs> man, smart no, man. man, stay man. away. It's fine, it's fine. Because we know he's gonna say seven. He's just doesn't Lord want. Lord Jason, it. absolute pleasure, man. Oh, thank you so much for your time. We'll read the super chat so we we'll get you out of here. But um, really again, quickly. thank you, thank you, brother. Much appreciated. Enjoy your day, sir. Always a pleasure to have you in the realm, but we look forward to having you again when there's more things to talk about in the future as well. So salute, sir. Perfect. Thank you guys very much, and uh, if you ever want me in the future, feel free to reach oh, out. You already you know, man. You have a good day. All right, Lord, salute. <laughs> All right. right. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye. So if you want to Man, get the, uh, I ain't tried. So I, I wanted to read a couple of super chats that were directed at him. Not questions, just saying mm -hmm. what's up. But I guess yeah. Hey, look, we already kept him, you know, yeah, no, yeah. way longer than way we initially long wanted before. to. And, and, yeah. and I want you guys to know that uh, during those times where we have a lot of these high-profile guests yeah. that we have to respect their time, right. we're yeah. not going to. Uh, and he break. stayed with us really. He long. stayed yeah. with us really long, guys. We, like, we're not yeah. going to break, uh, you know, conversation or mm -hmm. engagement to read the super chats at that time, but we will read all of your super chats mm -hmm. because we respect your, your time, time right, as well. Facts. You know, and 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 the fact that, you know, you don't even have to send uh, $2 or whatever you do send, mm -hmm. you know, to say anything. So we appreciate all the people that was here. Uh, remember, I want you to like, uh, follow and subscribe, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, tweet this out, uh, share this out with everybody. Mm -hmm. We still have over 700, 800 Thank people you here. That's fantastic, let's, uh, let's, man. Let's oh my hit God. like button. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's and and you know what? Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, you guys, because mm -hmm. I do know that some of you probably come through here for the, the Twitter links. Mm -hmm. You know, if you subscribe to the channel with that bell icon, you don't have to go through Twitter. Exactly. YouTube will notify you. And <laughs> we got more hot stuff coming. So you may need to stick around with the room, we, man. We, we, we got a we, we we got a guest next week. You guys are going to like too, but yeah, we ain't going into that right now. To it. So, yeah, so, um, so how do you guys want to do these super? Let's chats? get them. Let's just get up. Let's go. Let's bang them out. I don't see. I don't know how much I got them. Has. Saw, I got him. Saw has all of them. Yeah, I got him. So uh, I missed a couple last week at the end, and I have them here. So my apologies for that. It, mm -hmm. It's a little. I, I I can say that it's a little tough hosting and reading super chats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we have first Raiden Blade with the five pound super chat. King weaving in and out, trapped in the corner with with no <laughs> escape, and then bam, he slips out of the corner. Great show, like always. That was <laughs> the last one. Yeah, I did. I that, like okay, that. that was the last that one. Then we have Geekhead 188 with the two dollar super chat. Y'all think Microsoft will buy Steam? Um, then we have Sinodex with the two dollar super chat. Shout out to Blaze, one of the best in the community. Salute. Raiden Blade again, five pound super chat. Look, Marlin Gaming can 
came out and out and out said it was trash. But I'm yet to see Salties do the show. Take care, Cog. Blaze, stop it right there on Halo, though. Oh, uh, thanks. God. Uh, yeah, there was, there was a whole a yeah, lot of. <laughs> Then we got a uh, slow mo with the five dollar super chat. Good afternoon, gentlemen, and addict. <laughs> and <Wow>. addict. <laughs> like, like addict <laughs> Something else. Wow. wow. That, that's that's fine, slow mo. That's fine. <laughs> I've, all, I, I've already in my mind banished you to the shadow realm. Like, oh, so so that, that that was the first one from today. That all right, I, that let's I get into today. I know I saw a lot for, of hot ones. For Jason, can he speak on the issues with the Xbox Series controllers and issues with instant on on the console? So mm-hmm. I guess he addressed some of that, yeah. and I guess they're working. It, on that's that. not the first. That controller one. stuff is getting fixed. Uh, I, I got. <laughs> I think you Trust missed me. a couple. With what? With my feedback, I've been, I've been, I've yeah. been yeah. putting yeah. that in there. It let, happened. Let, hit let, me. It hit me this week. I was talking crap, mm-hmm. and I it, and I said, you know, it didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. I was in a competitive match mm-hmm. when it hit me. Right. Let um, Let me read. Yeah. The, uh, did you get? I think you're you're missing two. Saul, you want me to read them real quick? Which ones are those? It's it's the one. Um, is the Dizzy GoFundMe still up? Oh, uh, I did that yeah. before the show. I did. I took yeah, care of that. Oh, okay, I, I was just making sure. Yeah, I, I took care of that. Yeah, because yeah. we had to okay. put we had the Dizzy story in the show. The pin it at the top. Um. So then we have Phantom Kraken with the five dollars super chat. Excited to be facing the Lords in the second round of the Halo. Oh tournament. yeah, yeah. Salute, salute. Who's Bless playing us? And, yeah. and good luck to you, gentlemen. Wait, time on, time on, time on, time on. We got our rings on. Who's playing us? And who's on the team? We got our ringers on deck. Don't even worry about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> man, come on, man. That's not Iron Laws. No, 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 no. We got, we, nah, Attic is on it. Okay, but where am I at? I want to smoke people. Speak to Attic. He's handling it. Oh, okay. Nobody hit me. Go ahead, man. You're going to get the smoke. Listen, man. <laughs> I told y'all, like I told y'all on boom, man. <laughs> I got in there, man. This belt oh don't go God. no place. We hit it. All that smoke. Yeah, Listen, all that smoke. Oh, all God, you little, All you little podcasts out there talking about your comfort. What, what is he talking about? He's talking about Yo, the tournament with Listen, four boy games. Let, me, let me tell you, man. This belt go no place. You're going to get all these hands, and Dizzy going to get that money. I'm telling you right now, man. <laughs> Moving on with the Super Chats. Um, then we got Black Ronin with the $5 Super Chat. What up, ILP squad? Looking forward to a great show. I got the Divinity Exotic yesterday, and Ooh. I'm hyped. Woo-wee. That's a hell of a gun, baby. I Look, love man, it. man, I'm glad you got the Divinity, but even more glad, I'm glad I didn't help you get the Divinity. Time. <laughs> we got mad super chats to read. Come on. That's getting. good. Let's That's go. Then we got the wise old gamer with the $4, $5 super chat. Prayers for all we lost. Life is fragile. Thank you, brother. Yes, really yes, salute for real. Then we have Shane Tomlin with the five-pound super chat. Tough week, guys. I didn't know Dizzy or Guru, but I'm sorry for your losses. Thanks for putting on a great show, and God bless you all. Thank Salute. you, sir. God Much bless you. God bless. Thank you. Then we have the Darge Knight with the five-pound super chat. Salute to my brothers. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Then we have Calvin Booth with the $5 super chat. See Jason rocking the new headset. Yeah, Can't wait to get he mine. came through with the exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> my joint is upstairs, very nice. Ooh, waiting for my shipment. Love the show, guys, and take care. Absolutely. No doubt. Then we have Stormwalker 4, $10 Super Chat. Sending sincere condolences on the loss of Lord Dizzy. Salute. Kevin Wayne, I Dizzy81, to the Lords, the Realm, and his family. From the fam at the RDX Discord. Thank oh, you. Oh, salute. Man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Then we have Emmanuel AI with the $5 Super Chat. Great beard and headset. Ha! 
<laughs> when can we expect expect FPS boost for Lost Odyssey on Xbox Series XS and or Lost Odyssey 2? Oh my god. See, I'm glad we didn't read something. Good thing we didn't read that. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, you know what I love? Yo, he that said he Lost Odyssey. When, when, when Attic asked him uh what game he's he's anticipating this year, he said those games, some of these games ain't better than that. Yo, <laughs> you know what's like I, I didn't Thanks mean it. Buttering like, up. Thank you very much. The, the, the funny you. thing is I didn't mean it like that. I meant like what game is he anticipating? You guys try to take something out yeah. of nothing. No, no we love it. He, he took it that way. That was fine. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, he heard exactly oh, what Oh, he you was said. saying that the game he's excited for has right. been. Yes. Been, yes. Been. That was the ball. That's the, the, that's the clip. That's the, that's the <laughs> <laughs> You guys are in trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. If the man that has made the Series yeah. S and Series X is telling you that the games that y'all anticipating that y'all heard is about is not the game that he's looking for, yeah. <laughs> King, King was waiting for him to leave so he could go ham on yo, this. I'm, I, yo, I, of course, of course. You know, I got to be reserved. I got to be reserved. Uh, nah, man. We got, we got What Away Dragons TV with the $5 Super Chat. Mm -hmm. Good afternoon, Lord. It's another great episode. And I'd like to thank Jason on the Xbox Series X. It makes my 8K TV shine and all is 120 FPS glory. It's a wonderful combo, no doubt. I got to tell uh, 108 Dragons TV, Dragons Den 2 uh, was on yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yo, thank you for taking all that input. Way better show. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Then we have Game On Daily with the 10 pound Super Chat. Who do we have to bribe to get Jason Ronald on our show? Then we have Antoine Williams with the $3 super chat. Can we get 360 UI back? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, listen, the, the blades aren't as good as you remember. Let's mm. just say that. <laughs> yeah. What else we got? We got Pixel Bit G with the $5 super chat. Who drove the push to use mesh shaders, uh, SFs, and VRS? Did it come from the Xbox team or the Direct X team? Mm. I think it's it's pretty much a, it's something that happened in conjunction. It can't yeah. be one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, they they start working on these things many years out. Yes, sir. Um, what else we got? And we got Eagles fan seventy six two dollars super chat. Can Jason talk about how big AI is for the future? Mm -hmm. uh, I think he talked about it in at least in a roundabout way. Like yeah, it is sure. huge. Mm -hmm. um, Pixel Bit G, $2 Super Chat. It would be sick to get super resolution on back compat. And I mm. address that as well. And we have, oh, I haven't seen this name for a while. Vagabundo. Vagabundo. $10 Super Chat. Mm -hmm. He is happy you're all doing this IOP Shield. I'm sure he's talking about Lord Disney. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm salute. sure he is. That's my last word, brother. Salute, Vagabundo. Yes, then we have Jorge Mix with the uh, Swedish Kronos, uh, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. uh, $100 Swedish Kronos. Uh, Thank you so much. Loving the show. Stay safe. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Then we got Lord Roughness with the five pound <laughs> oh super chat. <laughs> Thank you, Jason and the team. I'm loving my Series S, no doubt. Salute. Then we got Scary with the two pound super chat, I think. Um, is the Fidelity Fix coming to, is the Fidelity FX coming to Resident Evil 8 series or, or X version? Um, yeah, again, he, he didn't, uh, he didn't confirm or deny that even exists. So yes. that, 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 that is correct. Then we have Alex PSX with the $5 super chat addict has, a uh, has abandoned, has abandoned the TCL community. We are very sad to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got, he got that KS 8,000. Yeah, he's, he's moving. He's, he's, in, 
He's in the Samsung family right now. What's a TCL? Oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> Who that people? Cat, Captain Bye. Bougie. I don't, I don't even Bougie. know what you guys are talking about. That's, that's this is a foreign guy. language to me. You guys yeah. might as well be speaking Japanese. I don't know what you're talking about. Bye. <laughs> and we got, then we have RRD with the $2 super chat. Shout out Jason and the Xbox content, content creators here. No doubt. Ooh, yeah, it was a lot of people pulled up. Yeah, no doubt. Then we have JD Gamer with the $5 super chat. Microsoft has taken the enhancement of previous generation games so far with tech like 4K auto HDR, 16 times anisotropic filtering, and boost mode, etc. Mm. Yes, they have. Hey, what that PlayStation do? Oh, man. <laughs> He was waiting the whole yeah, show for this. <laughs> moving <laughs> on. Yeah, we have, <laughs> moving we on. JD Gamer once again with the ten dollars super chat. Some of these games are as good as remasters, and in some cases, better. Do you ever see Microsoft adopting a tech that pushes the platform even further, like auto character remodeling and machine learning enhanced textures? Mm-hmm. I think that that's all sort of in the pipeline, man. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of when it's ready. Yeah. Um, and we got Paul Grant with the $5 Super Chat. Best interview of Jason ever. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Keep great content coming, lords. Uh, R.I.P. Dizzy. Yes. Yes, sir. Salute to our lord, my brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we yes. have Gaming Times Patrick, $5 Super Chat. Much love to ILP and the bearded wonder Jason Ronald. Yes. Loving the interview. Big thanks to Microsoft for, for uh, communicating with, to the community. Yeah, mm. that's, yes. that's Salute. huge. Yeah, that's huge. Then we have Aaron with the $2 Super Chat. Further enhancing textures. Hmm. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> I cut that, Jeff. You cut that. No doubt. <laughs> then we have Kids Move with the $5 Ooh. Super Chat. Hello, Jason. Happy to see you here. Looking forward to more games getting FPS boost. Nice. Didn't they just drop a whole slew of games on Extra Games this week? Not no, did yet. they? Not yet. It was, Not yet. It was supposed oh. to be... Oh, I think it was four more. Didn't well, you mean Game yeah. Game Pass games? They had some. They had some mega, some heavy hitters, but they haven't. No, had no, I'm, not, I'm talking about boosts. Not yet. Nah, they, they, not they, yet. You might be. You might be reading a. a they, he just said that. They, he <laughs> oh. said, "Unless you you got some exclusive information that you I, like." Because I, I, I didn't see. That's that's what I was gonna ask him, but I didn't ask him that yeah. because I didn't know. You know, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will be asking you when we get off the page. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, believe, I believe it's for, but I, I didn't know the names of the titles because I just... Mm-hmm. Nah, it's time. Off of Twitter. <laughs> God, come on, guys. We've been doing this longer. <laughs> we're, trying, we're trying to get out of here. We're trying to get out of here. We got mad oh, chats, bro. No, we're not. So we got Cyril back with the $5 Super Chat. Shout out to the Iron Lords. Great show as always. Yeah. Absolutely appreciate the transparency of the team at Xbox. Yes. Jason Ronald, thanks for everything you do. Yeah, he yeah. was Fantastic. Yeah, tremendous great guy then and we keep have... in mind you guys it's not just jay Ronald that does this there's yes, a whole exactly. team behind it mm-hmm. yes yeah. sir yeah. i'm on my i'm on my man larry yeah okay we got we, we yeah, got options White for clubs. people to cover the show baby i love larry i love larry ain't no beef <laughs> <laughs> there we have larry then we have family sinister sinister x2 2.0 chat iron lords 12 man raid after the podcast of like <laughs> no yeah listen yeah do we definitely. even know 12 people right now yes play? we do oh. i i'll definitely have everybody i, I, will, I, I so am willing to try thing? it i really yeah. am like on the yeah. real i'm willing to try it i heard, I heard, it. Yeah, so I heard people saying that it's 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 like gleefully broken yeah it's like, gleefully like it, they're happy like, about it's, it, it. Yeah. so let's much do fun. it let's do it let's do it i'll yeah. stream it too i'll stream it 12 man right let's go <laughs> then we have a gerald mack five dollars super chat shout out to the iron lords great show as always Absolutely. did i say that uh, yeah i did already yeah, sorry mm-hmm. one away dragons tv two dollars super chat shout out to, Lo- to lord sob aka bin laden <laughs> <laughs> 
god. Damn. Damn. Wow. Can we I even say that hearing one air? No, I, I've been told that I look like a Uday Hussein. Yes. I've not, yes, not yes, been yes. lying. Salute to our. And 76. He doesn't, though. Salute to our Middle Eastern brother. He doesn't, though. Eagles fan 76, $10, which is not whatever you have about Xbox, but the Xbox team, you can't knock is is that they are available to the public and Preach. podcasts like ilp Preach. we know more guys in the xbox team than any of the other brands that's a fact that's a fact that's trust that, me we be reaching why, out to sony guys we reach that, out that's to them. why i cap the way i do because i can actually talk to these individuals yeah. mm-hmm. but it's not it's, it's more than that but it's, it's a human side to it i love that part mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely um then we have jd gamer two dollars super chat hit that like button Woo! no doubt hit that like mm-hmm. people can't believe the amount of people we had in the chat today was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, tremendous. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Gamer by Choice, $5 super chat. Great <laughs> show. Go force him again. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> I love the tech talk. Great panel and guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, nice. now let me see. I have props and all this we stuff. We have $5 super chat from Josh Ring. How long do you think it will be before the majority of titles of Xbox Series X are running at 120 frames? frames. Yep. We got a $5 super chat from 108 Dragon TV. <laughs> great damn show and very proud to see my homies doing great things and your hard work is paying off. Thank you, and that Dizzy tribute was classy and respectful. Thank facts. you. Thank got you. a $5 super chat from the Living Flame. Here you hear you. Oh, you, you got some I place to go? No, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it now. Oh, no, he thought Saul oh, couldn't oh, find oh, the thing. I, no, no, I thought you lost them. Yeah. No, no, I didn't lose them. It's just that I had them once on the uh, on my document. And okay, then... then you continue. I don't want to <laughs> I didn't lose them. I didn't lose them. Um, then we have the living flame. Hear ye, hear ye. I'm disappointed by the mad toxicity in the yeah. chat when Jason was here. Everyone needs to keep a level head. Yeah. Have a great I didn't really you know, no, I, I It was, for the most part, either. 90, 95% positive. I we did have some we got those mods in Salute there. to slow-mo. We had to send a couple of people to the shadow realm. And some people will get Look beheaded. Look at you say shadow realm. You know what that yeah, is. Oh, nice. They had to get beheaded. But the, the 95% of you guys are off fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, off with their head. That's my joint. I'm off with their head. Off with their head. You ain't coming in here spitting foolishness. This, and this is a positive environment. This, this, if you got a problem, thing, don't be here. And I, I'll say that. This, listen, what they listen, here. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna tell you this, man. Mm-hmm. That guy is is the, the one of the most positive people yeah. in the in the realm, and he's he's given time. And if you come in here with At like stupid, two hours and yeah, something, two hours, that's a, like people don't realize no. to keep it to keep someone as busy as him for two plus hours. I didn't even know it was two hours. It was two hours. Yeah, I'm very much patting ourselves on the back for that. Facts. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely, we got it. We got to show respect, and I know I'm bloviating a little bit, but nah, that part definitely, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. as far as the over here fighting I, over plastic, yeah, it goes, it goes to show that I missed that completely. I didn't even see it. You know I me. I, I find like the one neg- I find the one negative comment and got mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who are these dudes here? Get them out of here. it says this is Addicts Ward and I run the chat. You do do a lot of work in there, Novit, and I really yeah. appreciate yeah. Yeah. what you uh, slow mo. You know, we have a bunch of mods in there. Appreciate yeah. all of yeah. you. Salute to the mods. No, the, mu- the mods were on fire. Salute Dizzy to the mods. Yeah, the mods. Dizzy, 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 Dizzy would be proud. Yeah, mods on fire. He definitely would have lashed you. Yeah, coming with that nonsense was off with your head with Dizzy. But see, when am I gonna get a Sony exec in here? Hey, I mean, because you know trying. why? Every question I ask him, well, I can't talk about that right now. Oh, stop it! Did, did you see? You had speed. Where's your? Where we gonna see your speed? Time. <laughs> Imagine if we actually got a PlayStation executive. How extra King would be? No, yeah, we I gotta keep. You know what? No, one thing. One thing. Okay, 
listen to you, Sony execs. I see that you're afraid of me. You're terrified. You're terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be afraid of me too. But I'm gonna tell you this: you get on, yeah. you're gonna get mad respect, Factual. and I'm allow you to have your platform to talk. Factual. I'm not gonna go uh, buck bananas on you. I know you lie about a lot of things. Oh, Lord. oh my God! God. We here at the Iron Lords do not reflect the opinion. As we continue to get notes on the executive, as we proceed, it's tongue in cheek to give you what you need. Super chats, guys. Let's get the rest of the We have Mariano Pompa. With the $10 super chat. Amazing combo, gentlemen. Lord Jason Ronald is always a must here. Yes. Much more success to the Lord. Still can't wait for the day you have mm. Rest in power to those we lost. Thank you. One love. Thank you. Thank you. Salute. Yeah, we would love you to get have Phil on here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will see a whole different side of the baby. What else we got? <laughs> then we got Blaze 4K with the $10. Super chat, my favorite Xbox podcast. And yo, you see, this is what happens. You see, this is what happens. This is King's fault. This is King's fault. Uh, King, that's on fire, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yo, I told you, Blaze. I told you. He lit. CJ's lit. You know, there's a joke in the chat saying that's me. That is not me. Like, <laughs> Blaze yeah, we got again. Blaze. The, the rap Blaze again. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We got Blaze 4K again. Five dollars super chat. Added KS eight thousand baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was all. Oh, did you see him playing WCW Revenge? Yes. Yo, oh, shout out to Blaze with the sub playing and did the oh, classic. Man. Yeah, classic. the wrestling joint. I'm happy. still trying to get you your Series X, uh, Blaze. I got you. I know mm. that PlayStation ain't doing it for you, baby. I got you. Baby. <laughs> Moving on. I got you, baby. What else we got? We're going to get that to you expeditiously. <laughs> then we have a bounty boom with the $5 super chat. I just got up, missed it all. Can't wait to watch it at work. No doubt. No doubt. Everborn. Everborn Saga. That's my dude. Coming off a successful Patreon. Shout mm. out, my brother. Fantastic. Salute. Everborn Saga with the $20 super chat. Salute to the Lords. Woo boy. In oh, a year yeah. where Halo Infinite is dropping, yes. Jay Ronald is more hype for something we, we haven't, haven't heard, heard about, about yet. The, the book, book of, of X. <laughs> that is scripture. So. Yo, it's, it's, I, that part right there. That was bomb. Set me on fire. Yeah, like, that was bomb. It, it really set me on fire because we know what, what, yeah. what's been announced for yeah. this year and stuff that we are excited that excited. For. He said for this year. Else? That's what excited me. I can't wait till next week. Because <laughs> next week, ooh, baby. Uh oh, Blaze got something for you. Yeah, you get Blaze 4K again, $5 in the chat. Sony guys busy making games. Try the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> they're not making nothing. Obviously, they're busy. <laughs> they're busy making promises yeah. they can't keep. Oh, my God. And I think we're, we're caught up, man. Salute so. to everybody. Let's get our outros, get up out of here, man. Lord Addict, where could the five people find you? What you got going on, sir? Dominoes. Can find me doing this twelve man raid because I'm actually intrigued. So we, we yeah, I'm gonna do. do it. I gotta go to the store first, so stop it, addict. I'm gonna mm. eat. Well, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat. Let's yeah, do it like look, six, look, seven. Eat, eat, no eat, relax. Eat, relax. No doubt. Lord Sarf coming in hot. Where can I find people? Find you breaking all type of <laughs> yeah, NDAs. All super hard. extra, but we loved it. This dude's loose. We love this. Always extra if, today. If, I love it. If, if you guys listen again, I didn't ask anything out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Which, which, which you don't think about a pocket was out of pocket. Yeah, you know where I'm going. We're going to work. So uh, I'm going to have something to eat, go to work. But you guys can catch me on Twitter, Lord Sob, IOP, and BX Sovereign. Uh, oh, you can do that 12 man raid for Nightfalls, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell. 
Hell no. <laughs> Come get the free loot. Get no the free doubt. loot. Get no the free loot. That's all y'all. That's all y'all. You already know. Lord King making up for extra time <laughs> with all his comments today with the Lord Jason. Uh, no, listen, man. I'm going to talk to him. You I'm clearly gonna, did. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, King had tech talk today. Oh, my King got everything. tech talk. I'm like, how many no, tech no, talk no, listen, I, had, I had more stuff, but I didn't know how long that we had him. Mm. I had a whole pro. I yo, literally had a whole bunch of things what I was going to do the two prong approach because mm -hmm. like he said, you know, Microsoft does things in advance. And I, and I think Delilah said solve was borderline. Yeah. Delilah said solve was borderline for real, yeah, for was, real. Yeah. Sliding all over the place. <laughs> he was I was not. Slippery slopes, slippery slope, brother. But you can't, we can't say but, that we, we, we give them just softball stuff. So that's yeah, one thing about yeah, us. We, I got to respect stuff. off of that. Oh, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they look at it in the long term, and I think in, in fighting, uh, and, and I and I say this in these terms. Don't think it's literal. They're not fighting Sony. All right, yeah. that's a whole. They're not even in the same league. But um, it's just when you're your competitor and you're going up against a competitor, you have to have a creative approach in attacking the situation. Mm -hmm. You can't go to their strengths and try to beat them at their strengths. So you have to, you know, attack their weaknesses at the same time, keeping them distracted. So that's the two prong approach I've been talking about. And little man is definitely the ace in the back. I don't care what anybody say. I think little man is the one that's going to win the war. Mm -hmm. Uh, because more people inside makes more eyes on the product. Yeah. And then once you're inside, you may say, well, little man is cool. I can keep that here. I can give that to my cousin. I want to upgrade and get to this part. But something key that Jason said, they are selling out more than they can make. Yeah. It's doesn't that it's not just one console that's sold out. It's not just people demanding a PlayStation 5 right now. And, oh, I need a PlayStation 5. No, that is not the console that's in demand. All three of them is in demand. Mm -hmm. So as much, as much as they can make it, that's as much as they're going to sell. This holiday season, I think, is going to be the true battlegrounds. And what you bring to the battle is what's going to win the war. Mm -hmm. And... Jason's more excited than something even announced. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Boy, like I said, we know Halo Infinite is dropping this year, so it, it, it really excited it may, me. And it may not even be a Bethesda game. What yeah. if it's another first party? This like, is what I'm that, that's exciting. That's what, what if it's compulsion? I just like the hot I like. just like the fact that it's this year. Whatever it is, it's you know what I'm saying? That that's the part that. That really got I'm, me some salute. Amped as hell. Yeah, I'm so amped. I haven't been on Twitter because I don't want to engage in any form of negativity mm -hmm. i just can't do it right now yeah now now I've, we I've, lost our I've, brother i've, I've, I've checked yeah. in and i yeah. just really i just really can't engage because i don't wanna mm -hmm. um but i see my boy everborn saga out here moving uh salute brother mm -hmm. i do appreciate everything uh yeah. me us we have to sit down and talk about some stuff but we have exciting things in the future yes Cog mm -hmm. and, and, and attic and, and everybody is working really really hard on things mm -hmm. And I have to put my best foot forward and work really, really hard on and something you, else that we're and doing. You, yep. Yeah, we, we, we got some stuff that's cooking, man. I mm -hmm. mean, some, excuse me, mm -hmm. some real groundbreaking, uh, oh, wow. transformative things in this space. <laughs> and, and, I, and I love the fact that, um, and, and I'm going to say this, mm -hmm. I pushed you guys to put your camera on. I'm going to yes. push you guys in another direction, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay. It, it, not not you guys. Oh, I'm talking to YouTube guys. Oh, okay, I got you. Got okay, you, you understand? You. Like, like, like we we set the trends. Yeah. You know, y'all y'all like the vernacular. Woo. Y'all like the the, the visuals. Woo. I'm going to push y'all in a way that pause. Salute. Nah, salute to you, King. Because again, 
you know, without you, you know, a lot of your vision. I call you like AZ the visualizer. You know what I'm saying? It's because you, you, you definitely got us out of our comfort zone and it helped inspire us to great greater heights even with the you know what i'm saying the, the yes, drip yes, to the visual you know what i'm saying i see you i see the whole yeah i mean yeah the yeah. entire visual identity of yeah. ilp is is, is due I'm to just yo, the, for, the chat is going in on i'm song. just saying for the chat <laughs> to be i'm saying for the chat to be looking at that uh just look at the chat okay Moving on. Uh, let's get. Let me see. Okay. Tony Bryant. Did you drop something in the chat. We got now. We got Tony Bryant. Five dollars super chat. Didn't know about Microsoft Mesh until today. Love this show. Entertainment and education. Oh, thank you, brother. Oh, thank lot. you. That, that, that Microsoft Mesh stuff is okay. Yeah. That was really for Christopher Hart. Christopher, um, I did that for you. Mm -hmm. I did Microsoft Mesh for you. Uh, you know, because y'all guys be talking about this little PlayStation VR crap, and um, oh, uh, hopefully it do something. <laughs> and y'all got wires. They told you. That we selling you the cheap stuff with the wires, so y'all happy for that? Mm -hmm. Just go look at this Microsoft Mesh. Go see what wireless AR VR mm -hmm. world is truly about. Well, let's see the next innovation of of what we're supposed to be doing and how the world is supposed to be looking. Mm -hmm. And you said Microsoft isn't in the VR space. Yeah, Boom, broke fire. your jaw. I ain't gonna front. I did not know about that. I'm glad you brought mm -hmm. that to my attention. Let's get all uh, what is up? We got yeah, suicide, suicide, King. suicide, suicide King. Suicide King. Super chat to Lord Saab, who cares not about NDA. Yep. Slowmo said, "Lord, I'm, I'm, Lord, what's an NDA sovereign?" Yeah, I, listen, I I am not under any NDA, so I'm gonna ask what I'm gonna ask, and then and then you know let the fires fall where they may. They may. <laughs> but I I think listen, no, I, I, listen, I, I knew full well that certain things that I asked, there's no name to it yet, right? It's there, but he's not gonna say that, and I knew he wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't trying to egg anything out because if. Listen, uh -huh. You, there's ways to frame questions. <laughs> Listen, but oh, I will nah, salute Jason, you, bro. Jason was the great. Was was was, was a phenomenal. Jason, yeah, he he stood under the right. fire and he, he did that. Attic with these coals, man. What you got? I dropped four. Got four oh, in there. Fantastic. Oh, that's that's, what, that's, that's, what are they? What are they? That's beautiful for people that stuck around to, to all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. You know, this is teach you a lesson. Don't just skip out. Yep. Just skip out. Attic is in there working. Facts. He don't got a screen on right now no. because he's 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 naked. One well, button. I, I, don't, I don't have a screen because because uh, people are in my room. Anyway, oh. one bad mother with a final super chat. ILP set the bar for executive interviews today. Wow. Rest in thank peace. You. First of all, thank you guys. Thanks for all the support, man. This was tremendous. Yeah. Love you guys. Again, we try to answer as much questions as possible. We know when we do have these high-profile guests, it, it can't be the same one-to-one -one interaction with the Super right. Chats live, but we try to get you guys at the end, so salute to that. And we try to ask the tough questions when we can, and salute to them. Salute to Jason Ronald for coming through, you know, being in the heat of the fire, just giving us gems exactly. today. Gems, exactly. brother. And you, and you know what, man? Answer, answering questions about things that are being perceived somewhat negatively. Yes. Yeah, like Little Man. And just, yeah, and just, Little Man. I was surprised like, he, yeah. he answered the question with the multi-plat stuff as far yeah, as performance. Because, yeah, you know, talk yeah. about how Little Man CPU is the real driving force. Mm -hmm. well, you know, and the GPU, because mm -hmm. it has, like he said, Every feature that the Series X has mm -hmm. is inside Little Man. Yeah, little man so, you know, when, when they uh, do it at a different <laughs> resolution, and people got to really stop saying that this is a 1440p uh, machine because it, it's capable. It, it's capable of 4K. 4K. Okay. You're right. 4K. And, and you know what? Since, since, since I'm feeling really, really grateful, I'm going to do one more. And you know what? Ooh. I'm going to let Christopher Hart pick which one it is. Christopher Hart, put one through 41. Put Pick a number, one through 41. That's the one I'm going to drop in the chat. Okay. And it's oh, Christopher good. Hart that's gonna pick it. Okay. Oh, that's nice, Chris. 
Yeah. And uh, Chris, did you pick up your Series S? Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, I know you ain't got no game. No Vasilea Solve, a.k.a. NDA's, never heard of her. <laughs> never, 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 heard of, never heard of her. Yo, unbelievable. <laughs> you put that joke in? How did Hard do the joke before you wrap up? He, he, he hasn't. He he hasn't, hasn't said it. He's okay. laughing. He's, He's laughing. laughing. 36. 36. Can you put 36 right, on? Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yo, remember, Chris, add me. <laughs> King David OTW, man. <laughs> add me. We can play some Destiny together at 120 frames. <laughs> <laughs> You're recruiting, boy. You're recruiting. That's X Mankind divided oh, this in it. That, if you that, have that, a that's, side that's the collector's edi- that's the That's the deluxe edition. Get that. If you have yeah, a side, I'm not putting another one in, man. I'm not putting another one. <laughs> That's it. Yo, thank you guys for thank rocking, you guys out, rocking out. We're about to get out of here. Everybody. Share it out. Hit the like button, all that good stuff. It was great to see you guys again. Thank you for all the support and the love for, you know what I'm saying, our brother Dizzy as well. He would have been proud and smiling because this is what he would have wanted us to continue the legacy, provide some therapy to the realm, escape from real life, just have some yeah. fun, talk games, and the good stuff. So that's all I got. Anything you guys got before we roll out of here? Nah, I love you guys. Episode 200 next Sunday. Ooh. We oh, got a special boy. guest for you guys. Special <laughs> guest. 200. Two. Hopefully it's not Hogan. I ain't got to bend no knee. Like <laughs> Episode 200. Stay tuned. I keep forgetting tuned. sometimes Sometimes King isn't up to date on the guests. We'll, we'll, we'll no, I'm you. never up to date. No, you're going to have to remind me as well. So oh, it's a big one. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, big one. out on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, who we got? Oh, you know what he usually finds out when we're in a party and I'm like, okay, he's, he's confirmed. Oh, he's oh, coming yeah, yeah. on? Yes, yeah, so, so no, check I'm, it out. I'm, I'm down for everything. You already know. No, everybody enjoy your Sunday. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>